I hate the fact that it's cool to be black these days. Good. I hate this hip-hop fucking influence on white fucking suburbia. Good. And I hate Tabitha Soren and all her Zionist MTV fucking pigs telling us we should get along. Save the rhetorical bullshit, Hillary Rodham Clinton, because it ain't gonna fucking happen. Open our eyes. Every night, thousands of these parasites stream across the border. So two million illegal immigrants bedding down in this state tonight. million dollars just to lock up a bunch of illegal immigrants, criminals. There's nothing funny going on here. This is about your life and mine. Statue of Liberty, it says, give me your tired, your hungry, your poor. Well, it's Americans who are tired and hungry and poor. And I say until you take care of that, close the fucking book. going on and I don't see anybody doing anything about it. And it fucking pisses me off. This isn't our fucking neighborhood, it's a battlefield.
What the fuck is up, family? How's everyone doing tonight? Thank you all very much for tuning in to the Friday edition. The Friday edition. That's what we're going to start. <laughs> the Friday edition of the motherfucking Eagles Nest. How are y'all doing tonight, man? I hope you guys had a good week. It's your boy, John Fashcroft. And with me, as always, is our brother, Akila. How are you, Bob? Rachel, greetings, John. I am fired up. It's going to be another banger. Three in a row. Let's go. Also joining us, my ace deuce, my right hand man, my ace fucking boon coon, Mr. White Tuber. How are you, brother? Hell, it's good to be on here, boys. Good to hang out with you again. Yeah, for the sure, bro. For sure. The man itself. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Man, name. I've had a fucking hell of a fucking week. Before we get into all that, though, I want to talk to... Uh, I want to say what's up. First, we're going to say what's up to Shing. Let's say what's up to Shing first this time, Ooh. man. We we often try... We often uh, neglect Shing uh, unfairly. So what's up, Shing? How are y'all doing over there, man? And Dale, what's up, brother? Mr. Clean Oven, what's up, bub? uh carbon fiber amy what's up how are y'all doing family good to see y'all uh i love those shake people Uh, hills and dale guys if adale's over there it's good be cool go over there yeah and it good good people he's been a friend of the show for a long time man uh and here we go let's get on over here to uh oh already falcon what's up brother thank you very much falcon with a little donation over there on odyssey says good evening gentlemen good evening to you brother thank you for being here So evening, brother. What's up, Lex? What's up, Jeff Goyblum? <laughs> Jeff Goybloom. What's up, Verbo? What's up? Uh, let me know if you want to jump on. We're in a different chat, so you won't be able to access the the Skype one because I'm tired of it fucking with me. Uh, but you're always welcome, bro. Uh, Shot and Freud. What's up, Martin Luther? What's up, uh, Lex? What's up, fam? Uh, who else we got here? Objective Reality. What's up, Bob Smitty? What's up, brother? Simplistic Irony. What's up? Uh. Piper, what's up, sis? Yes, hail deuce. Uh, we're absolutely about to talk about that. That's gonna how that's how we're opening the the fucking show tonight. Abe Frobman. Abe Frobman. Abe Frobman. Abe, what's up, brother? How are you? Hot stuff. What's up, bro? Good to see you, man. Glad to see you able to catch a uh a live show. Uncle Anon, what's up, brother? Hail to you. Pantera Bite, good to see you, bro. How are you? How have you been? Uh, Mussolini with the lightning bolts. Absolutely hail Mussolini. Happy birthday, ill dudes. Uh, uh, objective reality. Have I said what's up to you? If not, what's up again, brother? How are you? Met worst malt. Met worst malty malt, right? Did I say that right? Anyway, met worst. What's up, man? Uh, yes, it's it's the ill douche's birthday. Uh, I hate to correct you so early in the show, John, but it's pronounced ill douche. Is it? Duce. No, no, yeah. please do. I've never, uh, I just call it Duce. Duce. Because, I, know I call it Deuce because I'm a wigger, right? <laughs> I got the French, I got the French knowledge, the Latin language knowledge, so I got to make sure. I read it's it in wigger, right? So yeah. that's how it comes out. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I know. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have it any other way, but. Il Duce, Il Duce, Il Duce, 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 Duce. Yeah, you gotta yeah. you gotta say it like a real walk. I can't listen. I can't. I I can't because I hate people who do that. Right? That's one of the most irritating things. We're like, listen, bro. You know you're American. Like people who will try to say like, uh, you know, they'll say like, uh, fuck, I don't know, Mexico. They were in Tijuana. They were in Tijuana. Like motherfucker, you're not fucking Mexican. Don't try to fucking. It's Tijuana. 
That's how we say it here. It's motherfucking Tijuana. That's how the fuck we say it here. <laughs> or you know what yeah, I mean? No, there's there's right. a million examples. That was probably a very terrible example, but you guys know what I'm saying. Like well, some yeah, faggot yeah. will be saying shit? some French that, word. You call that something? Code switching. It's called code switching. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I do that shit really bad, bro. Like I think it's like comes with my comes with like the fucking multi cultural fucking upbringing that I had. Unfortunately. Hey. I, I got cousins to do that shit. It's like a Newfie thing, or I don't know what it is. Mexico. Actually, Mexico. yeah. Mexico. Yeah, exactly, Mexico. Tuber. Yeah, our, our <laughs> friends down uh, south in Mexico. <laughs> It'll be like some fucking Jew bitch trying to fuck. <laughs> Mexico. Or, you know, French. They'll they'll be like talking about some, you know, art gala, and they'll be like, oh, what the fuck? And they'll say it all. You know what I'm talking about. There's a million examples. Yeah, but it's like it's very pretentious. Toy, like- yeah, bougie, but bougie to be fair, to be fair, uh, I don't think I think I fucked up there. I don't think code switching would be the right thing to say because code switching is where like uh, people will talk uh, like with with a southern draw when they're around country people. They'll talk like a nigger when they're around blacks. They'll talk like a, yeah, a bougie. Yeah. You know, that's called code switching. So I guess it's kind of the same, but not really. I don't know. Yeah, I see what uh, you mean. Yeah. Hey, and El Shantari says fourteen eighty eight. Rock on! Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate right. you. Uh, okay, let's see. Well, Robert Pyle, what's up, brother? Ruin, what's up, fam? Nigger hating day, what's up, y'all? All right, I think that's uh, that's where the that's where my chat stops, man. If I missed y'all, uh, I'm sorry. It wasn't intentional. Thank you all very much for being here. Verbo just says he autistically code switches, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Verbo yeah. cannot Verbo cannot handle he cannot control his code switching. <laughs> he just gets around people and stuff. <laughs> I think I'm like that. I think I'm like that too. I think I do it. Like I'm not sure though, but I know I have I have got cousins who I've observed doing that really badly. Two of my cousins in particular. I don't know if it's I don't know what it is. But you know, when you like lot I think lots of different people around you. I I got one of my cousins does it for business. You know, he he like schmoozes people with it. You know, he like They'll talk to people the way they think they need to be spoken to to make sales well, and shit. Well, real what you're seeing there is you're seeing like the beginning phase of new languages being created, and they're yeah. speaking a different language. Yeah. What's that one? Ones, you know, it's organic. What's that? Uh, what's that one fucking uh, shit that they were saying George Soros was trying to push? There's a language. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Esperanza. It's like Esperanza. Yeah. It's called Esperanza. Yeah, George Soros was trying to make like a new weird hybrid of like English, uh, Spanish, and some other fucking language called Esperanza. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, dude. They've done that a couple uh, times. They, they try to make these languages like world languages. It's like a Jew's goal since for like a long time, man. You know, the Esperanto. Esperanto was the name of it. Yeah, thank you, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Esperanto, not Esperanza. <laughs> that's like some Mexican pitcher's name. <laughs> that's like a, that's a Mexican hooker. Huh? That's a Mexican prostitute. Esperanza. <laughs> yeah, bro. Johnny, there's something I wanted to ask you about. Uh, hold on, let me, let me look it up real quick. I want to ask you if you heard about it. Let's see. Now, go ahead. What were you gonna say? I'll, I'll get to you in one second. Let me pull it up. Take off, Keith. What did you say? Something. I was, I was about to sing Desperado by, by the fucking Eagles, but Esperanza. I was trying to think. There's like a song. There's a song about that, Esperanza. It's, Anyways, oh, Schadenfreude's right. It's Esmeralda. That's the link. <laughs> That's yeah. the, wasn't that, uh, wasn't that one of like, um, 
Cinderella's. The, yes, there we go. Yes, mother. there we go. That's what I was trying. I was like the little slave bitch. Who was she? Yeah, uh, Cinderella. Bitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Cinderella was a story of a woman who was enslaved by her Jewish uh, mother, uh, stepmother, right? right? Uh, she was a nice little white girl, and her fucking her father started race mixing, married some evil Jew bitch, and the Jew bitch started torturing her because her and her fat Jewish daughters were far less attractive than the beautiful Aryan woman. Uh, so that's, that's the right. true story behind uh, Cinderella. It was it was racial torture at the hands of a Jewish witch. Uh, no speaking of Jewish witches, have you heard of Lilith? Lilith, Lilith yes. Yeah. Okay, so Lilith? yeah, Bro, she that stands my shit. She stands at the fork today. of the Euphrates. Yeah, Adam's first wife. She stands at the fork of the Euphrates. Yep. And these like people believe it and they like worship her. She's some kind of fucking demon. She's literally, she's oh, yeah, literally bro. a malevolent uh, entity. Yeah, she's a bad. Like she is openly associated with negative energy. Yeah, and people worship this bitch. Yeah. There's there's a store I go through all the time, and there's a fucking tranny in there, and the tranny on the name tag is called Lilith, bro. It's a fucking oh my dude. God, it's it's real, my God. Dude. Yeah, they believe this shit. Like this is like Baphomet shit or something like that. It's one of these things, man. Like it's like the god of feminism. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah, that's right. They used to have, remember Lilith Fair in the 90s? They used to have that fucking feminist, uh, like, um, like a Lollapalooza, but feminist. So, like, all those, like, bands, like, um, what's that name of that band? Fuck, I always forget them. From Seattle. That, Anyways, they like, the chicks that, like, basically bullied, uh, like, uh, Kurt Cobain into shooting himself. They, they Courtney Cox. Or not 90s. Courtney Cox. Uh. Well, Courtney, Courtney Love. Uh, Love, there you go. That's Courtney yeah, there, was a, there was a band in particular. Oh, Sle- Sleater Kinney. Sleater Kinney was like a fucking feminist punk band or whatever, and they were like friends with, with Kurt Cobain, and they like used to bully him, right? I told this story before, well, but how does that, that connect smells to like, like Kabbalah? Like Kabbalah? Well, yeah, like, it's like universal. Connect? It has to connect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they're pagans, so they have like all these different like gods that they worship and shit like that oh, that kind of like go back like to Madonna, the same like, like source, Madonna. you know? Like Madonna, right? She's the yeah, Kabbalist, yeah. and she worships that yeah. Satan bitch. Yeah, exactly. Like a, dude. Well, all all yeah. Satanism is rooted in Kabbalah, right? We have to remember that, right. right? Like the practice of like mystical Satanism, right? The Satanism as we know it today from Anton LaVey and uh, you know um, uh, Crowley, uh, all that shit stemmed from a Kabbal- a Kabbalist Jew named uh, Jacob Frank which was a follower of a Kabbalist Jew uh, named Sabbatai Zevi. They were uh, called, uh, they were basically like a satanic messiahs, I think is what they called them. So the idea behind uh, Sabbatian Frankism is to become closer to the God through the most depraved sin, right? So the idea from these Jews was they would commit the most depraved sins possible in order to repent to become closer to God. So they were the originators of like blood sex rituals, uh, child molestation rituals, um, fecal matter uh, in their sexual rituals. Uh, this all comes from a Jew by the name of Sabbatai Zevi. Uh, I actually did a show with him uh, or a show with the Paranormies about him years ago, and it was really good. I wish I could find it again. I might just have to go ahead and redo it. I think we should. I've talked about it a couple times. Go ahead and redo in the Sabbatian Frankism because it's really important. Um it is. Uh, like, it, Alistair it, 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 Crowley. Uh, Alistair Crowley praised uh, Sabbatean Frankism, and he what? even wrote his. Yeah, he even wrote his own. Uh, Ab- uh, Alistair Crowley's 
uh, one of his, you know, Bibles, for lack of a better term, was Kabbalah. He spelt it with a, a Q, though, instead of a K or some shit like that. It was Kabbalistic magic. Like, that's what Aleister Crowley practiced. All of those weird demonic rituals he were doing, those were Kabbalistic rituals. Uh, Anton LaVey, the Jewish father of modern Satanism, as we know it today, uh, you know, uh, what I call Walmart Satanism, right? The Satanism they put out in front of you. These guys who are going and trying to have, like, uh, statues of Baphomet and things like that put in front of uh, city halls and things like the Walmart uh, Satanist. That is uh, an offshoot of Anton LaVey, which was also a good friend of uh, Crowley's, and, and uh, he he conversed, right? He communicated with Crowley, uh, but he was a Jewish Satanist, and they're all all of this stuff is rooted in Kabbalistic magic from Sabbatai Zevi. But, but like when you say Satanist, right? Like people picture like the 1990s, a Satanism scare. They don't realize it's this, it's this specific thing with these specific beliefs. You know what I mean? Like Kabbalahism. Yeah. I, I, I want to learn more about that to make sense of all this and be able to better explain it to people. Well, you know? it's interesting, you know, as, as, as I, refer, I was referring back to like 90s, like, you know, kind of underground music, like or that became sort of mainstream, right? Like, the, is so that the same thing? Involved. Yeah, well, like Lilith Fair, right? Was I was saying it was a, it was a, it was a, like a, like a Lollapalooza, but for feminists in the nineties, and then like right. I was saying that bands attached to it and stuff. So these things are kind of like put out into into the mainstream, like like you see, like John saying, like you have Walmart Satanism, then you have like kind of like low key um, Kabbalah shit, like like things that are attached to this, like basically wreaking havoc on pop culture. As well, oh, Madonna right? like, is a Kabbalist. Like suicide and that stuff yeah. was like hard for people's like the collective psyche, you know, of uh, 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 if anybody was in, paying attention to pop culture. So these things, and then they and they kind of embed themselves. So a lot of people that are like fucking retards right now are people that can't get out of the '90s, like millennials or or, right. or or Gen Xers who can't like detach from this grunge thing or whatever bullshit they got sucked into when they were fucking in their in the '90s, you know. And then now they still believe that shit. Like they, these people actually think they won, right? That's why they go along with the system a lot because they think that the system's representing them. Now they're like, yeah, we won. Like we did a revolution or some shit, like a cultural revolution. They're they're fucking dirty commies, and they don't half of them don't even know. And so, like, isn't like the Hollywood cabalism the reason behind the PizzaGate shit? Like with Ben Still, that's all this shit with Ben Stiller. I, I told you guys off air, but like Ben Stiller right. was checking out the pizza in Africa. And trying to set up like fucking uh, 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 <laughs> orphanages and shit, you know. And I'm just like, is is that shit all like connected there? The child abuse rings we see going on. That's part of the Kabbalism. Yeah, uh, so. yeah, yeah, that's, that's a big. Shit, yeah, yeah, that's a huge. That's a huge fucking part of it. We also gotta like fucking be really uh, clear when we talk about this. Uh, PizzaGate was real, right? There may not it, have it been was. there. There may not have been tunnels connecting pizza shops to like weird underground child railroads. That may not have been true. But the guy who ran that fucking place was a child molester who had other child molesters perform drag shows in his fucking office. The Podestas are child molesters. The Clintons are fucking child molesters. All of these yes. motherfuckers molest children. Trump, one hundred Trump, one hundred percent of one hundred percent of all that shit was true. And and, and it's almost like. You know, what happened with Pizzagate is like uh, what happens with everything else, right? Jews knew this shit was about to come out, so they got out in front of it and made this ridiculous, right. retarded fucking story. So anytime anybody brought it up, right. they looked like a fucking lunatic because well, they yeah. knew the shit was true. They knew yeah. the shit well, was it's happening. It's in WikiLeaks. It's in WikiLeaks. I've seen it. The pizza yeah. fucking thing in the emails. And what was the one for, what was it, like pizza and fucking Hot like dogs. hamburger? Hot dogs. Hot dogs, yeah. 
and, they, and they, so so they they have um you know pizzas girls hot dogs or boys which one was it again yeah something like that yeah Jesus. fucked up bro um yeah no sorry so they have q they have q now exactly right? like, like shouting for it was just saying yeah It'll just absorb all of this shit. Like, uh, and, real and quick, it, we think Q are retards too, right? But like, hey. there's truth, there's underlying truth to this. Okay, shit. Look. So it's like, fuck. Sorry. No, no, no. Just time out real quick. Uh, Tuber, can you? Uh, I've got you turned up as high as I can in Turn my. Higher, but it's going if... down by itself. What the fuck? Now it's working good, right? There we go. It's yeah. Like it's, it's auto adjusting. Let me fix the auto adjust. Stand by. Okay. Thank there you. we go. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, auto adjusting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why. Sorry. Let me make sure yes. I don't have that shit on too. As a matter of fact, it's auto. See, see, auto control. I have it enabled. So that's why I kept lowering my voice down. Okay. I hate that fucking shit. My bad boys. Okay, I got it now. How's that? Right about there. Right about there. Is that good? You Too sound loud? great. Yeah. But yeah, this shit's fucked, bro. And we need to like get this all and like make it like digestible. Someone needs to make this digestible in like a page. You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Um, we're, we're so dissonance. fucking close. There's a lot of dissonance for people because they don't want to accept that they live in a world where this stuff is true, right? They'd rather, like, have these questions remain unanswered and go through their life with blinders on. It's hard to get through those people, man. <laughs> What's up, Verbo? How you doing, brother? Come on here, Verbo. Hang out with us, man. We haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, yeah, Mouthy Buddha, Abe, Abe says Mouthy Buddha. I don't know what y'all are talking about, yeah, yeah. but I'm, he did a really good uh, video on all that shit. Uh, so yeah. How long is it? Is it like long enough for us to watch on a thing? What thing? You know? It's pretty long. I think it's like a two. Yes, like hour. It's like twenty. Most. It's like a two or three part thing. It's like yeah. So the first one is, uh, twenty one minutes, and the second one's forty minutes. Yeah. Oh, uh, we can Send watch them. Link. We can we can watch them this weekend. Uh, for yeah, movie night. That'd be a good idea. That's what we'll that'd do. We'll idea. watch them for movie night. Yeah. No, the best uh, one you showed for movie night was the fucking um the uh, the the ones from Nazi Germany the the the, the fucking propaganda the sus Jew, the sus Jew, the mushroom like that stuff's really important for us to see. Dude, I was hoping yeah. we were gonna watch yeah. Cinderella. I was hoping we were gonna watch Cinderella. Dude, I've I, hey listen listen, dude, I've <laughs> actually thought about doing that. So uh, not Cinderella in particular, but uh, Fifeful Goes West. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah, Fifeful yeah, goes I, west I in American no, tale. No, no, no! Don't do that about, to me, about a don't about a Russian Jewish rat hiding on a no, boat and sneaking no. into America. Let me have something, man. Uh, it's just a story of a nice mouse. Nice little. The Rugrats. Have you ever looked into the Jewish influence in the Rugrats? Bro, listen, like, I tried to watch these movies. Like, like the other night, I tried to watch uh, with the 40-year-old virgin. I couldn't do it. It was too Jewish. I keep trying to rewatch <laughs> old movies, and I can't. I get, like, a quarter of the way through them. I can't do this. Like, do you understand how Jewish the 40-year-old virgin is? <laughs> I'm like, the fuck? Oh, there's I, I do really like when the, um, up, bro? when the two black guys are fighting, and the, also when the Paki fights them. It's fucking funny. And what's yeah, up, Burbo? I'm with the. Uh, hey, Burbo, with, what's up, brother? I'm with Tuber on not ruining Fifle, man. That was my Please. shit as a kid. Dude. No, exactly. Like, He's going dude. down. <laughs> He's got to fucking fall, bro. No <laughs> Fifle's got to fall. Hey, listen, somewhere out there, 
a child is watching that and being fucking brainwashed by that fucking <laughs> Jewish <laughs> mouth. No, Kids I don't even know. You remember the song, though? That, that's like the big song in the somewhere out there. Yeah. <laughs> Beneath the pale moonlight, there's a fucking Yid brainwashing a child with their Jewish cartoon. <laughs> you guys ever seen Fear and Lonely in Las Vegas? I tried to watch that it. yesterday. Yeah, it was like, yeah. it, I, I couldn't do it. Do you know what that movie is actually? Yeah, go ahead, Tuber. No, I'm saying I watched it like who I am, am now, and I was so disgusted I couldn't even get through it. Well, I'm it's like, about it's just being high. It's you know? about no, it's yeah. about child trafficking. Is it? <laughs> yes. Come on, John. No, it's not. No, listen, no, listen. Go back and watch it now. After I tell you this, go back and watch it now. They're literally fucking drinking or sniffing or eating adrenochrome in a hotel room with like a 14-year-old girl that they've kidnapped. And she said, this like, I want to go home. I want to wow. go. And like all kinds of weird shit. And Hunter Thompson was a suspected fucking pedo and child trafficker. I'm telling you. Go back and watch it. Go back and watch from the casino scene when they walk into the casino to the part where they've got that fucking little girl uh, in their fucking hotel and they're drinking or eating or smoking or ingesting adrenochrome. They're eating adrenochrome, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, what's interesting about the whole thing is, is that with the Hunter S. Thompson thing and like his lawyer didn't exist. He's not a real person. It's a figment of his mind. Whoa, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. yeah that that guy never existed. Yeah. I didn't know that. I just thought it was just two people getting high. I just skipped through it. <laughs> I didn't rewatch yeah. it. No, what you, oh, if you really, if you, if you really like uh, want a real glimpse and a better, honestly, in my opinion, the better version of the Hunter S. Thompson made the movie is where the Buffalo Rome with Bill Murray playing Hunter S. Thompson. Much better. Hmm. Uh, Lord Argon, yeah, we're actually going to get to that here in just a minute. We've actually, st uh, thank you very much for the the dono there too. Thugger, did I say what's up to you? Uh, and thank you, Hail Deuce. Yeah, actually, a hundred percent. We're actually about to talk, start talking about uh, Mr. Mr. Mussolini. Yeah, what? Hey, Ma, we're finna talk about Mussolini. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, fuck, I was going off on a tangent before I started uh, oh, you thinking know, about you're trying to tell me about how FIFO is about child trafficking. I want to hear about this. No, 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 no. <laughs> FIFO is about Jews, uh, Russian Jews sneaking their way into the United States. Yeah, uh, and right. and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is about child I know, trafficking. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm just fucking with you. Um, <laughs> you know what? But, uh, it, it, it is funny that they're rats, right? Like, you know. Yes. Mouse I know. I know. I know. His mouse name is fucking mouse I know. I know. And look, hey, and remember the big, like, Anglo English, like, white cats were all evil yeah, and trying yeah, to kill him evil, and shit. Yeah. yeah. Brutal. Brutal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tell you, dude. To remember the, kids, the one? Bro. The one even had, like, a big, like, Cowboy mustache and shit. You remember the cat with the big yeah, fucking goofy yeah. mustache? Racist. Yeah. yeah, he hated yeah. the Jews. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. You remember you remember how that shit made you feel, though, when you're a kid? You get right emotional with that movie, and it's oh, fucking man. like that on purpose, bro. It's like that on purpose because it, it shows kids, little white boys, things that they should never have to fucking consider that, that has to do with somebody else's fucking race and culture completely, and it kind of, like, slides this shit into your psyche when you're fucking very vulnerable. I find that movie to be very insidious. I, I've seen shit, the right? second one hundreds like, of times. Little kids emotional. goes right? west. It makes you, it makes you yeah, like hundreds of times. Fuck about like this dumb little mouse. Why would you like give you, a fuck about a mouse? I don't know. I thought it was cool. They're all like they're all know, like right? small and like small. Hey, little hey little crow crowd. 
You know Crow Kraut, thank you very much, brother. Crow Kraut sends in a donation. He says, thank you, Johnny Tuber and Tequila, for everything you guys do for our people. Hell, well, thank you, brother. Uh, I, really appreciate, I really appreciate y'all coming and hanging out with us, man. It really does uh, It really does mean a lot, man. Uh, it, it's uh, like I've talked about before. This is a, a passion project for me. I've always wanted to do this, right, uh, speak my mind on the air, and I never thought that it would grow to what it has today so it's really humbling man and i really appreciate all you guys it's like a dream come true man it really you know? is man it really is yeah, yeah. man bless you know? man yeah absolutely and you know what the cool thing is is like it's just getting started it's literally just getting started here you know mm -hmm. we're just figuring out how to do this shit yeah absolutely i mean you know what while verbo's on thanks to him for paving the way let's be honest exactly. oh come on now no uh no ball fanning you're not allowed. Yeah, yeah. I'll oh, gee. I'll fucking stop Oh, I want to say this. I'll say one thing for to Verbo for sure, man. Uh, salute for not changing. When I first fucking heard you, your bit was radical traditionalism, right? Wasn't that what it was? Absolutely. Radical Absolutely. traditionalism. Red and Red you're trend. still doing yeah. the homesteading thing. You're still doing your thing. So salute for not changing, brother. Uh, you don't see that very often, man. That, well, that uh, was always my thing. It was like, I'm just myself. You know, I've always exactly. just been myself. Yep. That was always my point. Not I playing a character. To, I wasn't exactly. trying to play a character. I wasn't trying to gain clout. I didn't care about numbers. I was just like, hey, I'll get on here with my buddy Kaiser, and we'll have some laughs. And if people like it, they like it. And maybe we can get a message out while we're after, you know? That was it. Hey, Remind me to talk to you about Kaiser. It's good. It's not like a bad. I just have a question for you after the show sure. or or during the break. I have a question I need to ask you about yeah. Kaiser. Uh, well, yeah. Anyways, all right. Let's get on into it, guys. Happy birthday, Il Duce. Il Duce. How am I saying it right now? Il Duce. Uh, Benito Mussolini. Yeah. Uh, today is Mr. Mussolini's birthday. Uh, Mussolini was born July 29th, 1883 in some crazy Italian name that I'm never going to be able to pronounce. Uh, Dovia de Prepatapapio. Prepatapio. Uh, uh, yeah. A small town in the province of Forti in Romanga. Uh, later during the fascist era, Prepatio was dubbed uh, Duce's town. Uh, and Forti was called Duce City. People would take pilgrimages out there to check it out. Uh, his father, Alessandro Mussolini, was a blacksmith and a, and a socialist. His mother, Rosa, was a devout Catholic school teacher. Given his father's political leanings, Mussolini, Mussolini was named Benito after literal Mexican president Benito Juarez. With his yeah. middle names, Andrea and Amilcar were taken from Italian socialist Andrea Costa and Amilcar Cipriani. Um, uh, in the return, the mother obtained that he be baptized at birth. Benito was the eldest of his parents' three children. His siblings were uh, Arnaldo and Edvige. Uh, so he had a brother and a sister. Uh, as a young boy, he spent time helping his father as a blacksmith. Uh, his early political views were strongly influenced by his father, who idolized the 19th century Italian nationalist figures with humanist tendencies such as, uh, yeah, uh, Carlo Piscane, Giuseppe Mazzini, uh, Giuseppe Garibaldi, or uh, his father's political outlook combined views of anarchist figures such as Carlo Caffiero and Mikhail Bakunin. 
the military if authority. You're Italian and you don't name your your son Giuseppe. You're missing out, man. What a boss <laughs> name! It is a it is a fire ass name, isn't it? Uh, the military authoritarianism of Garibaldi and the nationalism of Mazzini in 1902 at the anniversary of Garibaldi's death, Mussolini made a public speech in the praise of the Republican nationalists. Mussolini was sent to boarding school to uh, run by uh, Salasian monks. Despite being shy, he often clashed with his teacher's uh, fellow boarders due to his proud, grumpy, and violent behavior. During an argument, he injured a classmate with a pen knife. Sniggers <laughs> carrying a pen knife around in fucking grade school. He was severely Spider. punished. Yeah, uh, he was severely punished after joining a new non-religious uh, f- school in Forley, whatever the fuck. Uh, Mussolini achieved good grades. It, that was the problem. I read the doctrine of fascism on air, and there's probably. <clears throat> Four, five percent of that entire thing that I just couldn't fucking pronounce. Uh, Mussolini achieved good grades and was appreciated by his teachers. Yeah, huh? Um, uh, Then he went to Switzerland, uh, served in the military, uh, became a journalist and was a socialist for a while. And then um, uh, in August of 1914, uh, just as World War I began... Once the war started, Austrian, British, French, German socialists followed the rising nationalist current supported by their country's intervention in the war. The outbreak of the war resulted in the sur- a surge of Italian nationalism. The war was supported by a, very, a variety of political factions. One of the most prob- prominent and popular Italian nationalist supporters of the war was Gabriella, or Gabriel D'Annunzio, who promoted Italian uh, irredentism. Uh, it's a nationalist movement in the late 19th century and early 20th century uh, in Italy uh, with irredentist goals, which to promote unification of geographic areas, which indigenous peoples consider to be ethnic Italian or Italian speaking. Uh, right. So basically, he was a racial nationalist, basically. Uh, helped sway the Italian public. To support inter, uh, to support intervention in the war, the Italian Liberal Party, under the leadership of Paolo Bosselli, promoted intervention in the war on the side of the Allies, uh, and utilized blah 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 blah. Move, motherfucker! Italian socialists were divided whether to support the war or oppose it. Prior to Mussolini taking a position on the war, a number of revolutionary syndicate syndicalists had announced their support of intervention, including. Uh, Asseliste de Embaris, Filippo, uh, and a bunch of other fucking wops. The Italian Socialist Party decided to oppose the war as an anti-militarist. Protesters had been killed, resulting in a general strike called Red Week. Mussolini initially held uh, official support for the party's decision, and in 1914, in an August 1914 article, uh, Mussolini wrote down with the war, we remain neutral, uh... Blah, 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 blah. It just goes on uh, and carries on. I was trying to get to when he actually formed the uh, fascist party proper. Yeah, I want to um, know, know about when the train started running on time. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm trying to look <laughs> at. That's what I'm trying to find here. But goddamn, I mean, it's Mussolini. His fucking thing is incredibly long. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so after being ousted by the Italian Socialist Party for his support of Italian intervention, Mussolini made a radical transformation ending his support for class conflict and joining in support of revolutionary nationalism. Transcending class lines, he formed the interventionist newspaper Il Popolo d'Italia, 
uh, and the Facio Revolutionary or Revolutionario de Azoni. Jesus Christ, these are brutal. Internationalista. Revolutionary fascists of international action is what the fucking all that. You should have, you should have uh, Tuber's Italian ass be reading all this. <laughs> in, in October 1914, his national support of intervention enabled him to rise to raise funds, excuse me, from Ansaldo uh, and other companies to create that newspaper uh, to convince socialists and revolutionaries to support the war. Further funding Mussolini's fascist during. The war came from the French sources beginning in May 1915. A major source of his funding was France. It's believed to have been French socialists who sent support to dissident socialists who wanted Italian intervention on France's side. On December, uh, uh, December 5th, 1914, Mussolini denounced Orthodox socialism for failing to recognize that the war had made national identity and, loyal, and loyalty more significant than class distinction. There it is right there. Uh, he fully demonstrated his transformation in the speech that acknowledged the nation as an entity and the notion that he had rejected prior to the war, saying, the nation has not disappeared. We used to believe that the concept was totally without substance. Instead, we see the nation arise as a palpitating reality before us. Class cannot destroy the nation. Class reveals itself as a collection of interest but the nation is a history of sentiments, traditions, language, culture, and race. Uh, I'm sorry, language, culture, and race. The class struggle is a vain formula without effect and consequence. Wherever one finds a people that has not integrated itself into its proper linguistic and racial confines, where the national problem has not been definitely resolved, in such circumstances, the class movement finds itself impaired by an inauspicious historic climate. So basically saying that class uh, struggles can address the uh, the um, uh, uh, struggles of a nation. I know I use struggle twice, but yeah, can 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 address the struggles of a, of a race entirely, right? Because it separates that race and sets that race against one another. That's why he rejected classism. Uh, so yeah, it looks like it was formed right around 1915. Uh, that's what it's saying here. Um, uh oh, <clears throat> who dropped out? Who dropped out? Was Verbal? Verbal. All right, we got you back. We got him back now. <clears throat> Verbal, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, bud. All right, sweet. I could hear you the whole time. That's weird. It didn't. It didn't act like it dropped. I could still hear you. Yeah, I just heard the little thing. Uh, all right, so here it is: the formation of the National Fascist Party. Uh, by the time he returned from service in the Allied forces of World War One, very little remained of Mussolini, <clears throat> of Mussolini the socialist. Indeed, he was now convinced that socialism as a doctrine had largely been a failure. In 1917, Mussolini got his start in politics with the help of a hundred dollar or a hundred pound weekly wage. Uh, I think that's the pound sign uh, from the British Security Services (MI5) to keep anti-war protests at home and to publish pro-war propaganda. This this help was authorized by Sir Samuel Hoare, who was posted in Italy at the time when Britain feared the unreliability of that ally in the war and the possibility of anti-war movement causing uh, factory strikes. In early 1819, Mussolini called for the emergence 
of a man of ruthless and energetic uh, of a man ruthless and energetic enough to make a clean sweep to revive the Italian the Italian nation. Much later, Mussolini said he felt by 1919 socialism as a doctrine was already dead. It continued to z- exist only as a grudge. On March uh, 23rd, 1919, Mussolini reformed the Milan Fascio as the fascist Italian di Combattento, the Italian Combat Squad, consisting of 200 members. The basis of fascism, yeah, the basis of fascism came from a number of sources. Mussolini drew from Plato, George Sorrell, Nietzsche, and the economic, economic ideas of Vitito Pareto to develop fascism. Mussolini admired Plato's The Republic and often read it for inspiration. The Republic expounded on a number of ideas, a number of ideas that fascism promotes, such as the rule by an elite promoting the state as the ultimate end, opposition to democracy, protecting the class system, and promoting class collaboration, rejecting egalitarianism, promoting militarization of a nation by creating a class of warriors, demanding that citizens perform civic duties in the interest of the state, uh, and utilizing state intervention in education to promote the development of warriors and future rulers of the state. Plato was an idealist focused on achieving justice and morality, while Mussolini and fascists were realists focused on achieving achieving political goals. So there you have it, man. Hail Mussolini. Happy birthday, brother. And, uh, or, or Duce, I guess I should say. I'm talking to him like I'm talking about him. Like I know. Yeah. Let's get some hails in the chats. Uh, happy birthday, Il Duce. And also, guys, funny little side note. Funny little side note. On this day in 1921, on Mussolini's birthday, Adolf Hitler became the leader of the National Socialist German Workers' Party. Hail. Nice. Yeah. What a day. Great day in history. Great fucking day great in history. Day. 100%, man. I mean, hell, just, just to top it all off, in 1609, Samuel de Champlain shot and killed two Iroquois chiefs at Ticorindorga, New York, settling, setting down. the stage for the French-Iroquois <laughs> conflict. <laughs> and you know, this democracy about. shit was forced on Italy at the end of the war through a fake referendum vote, where only 54% said they wanted a republic instead of the monarchy to continue. Wow, I did not know that. Hey, no goal. Thank you very much, brother. Yeah, they did this all through Europe, man. That they took control yeah. of each because each that democracy shit's bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. bullshit. It's Jew game. What democracy is? Fake yep. and game. Yep. Hundred fucking percent. Hundred fucking percent. So, guys, let me ask y'all a question. Now that we got Il Duce and and uh, Uncle out of the way. Um, we've talked about that a little bit. Let me ask you guys a question. And it, I'm asking this to all of you guys. Do you guys know who the first serial killer was? Right? Because we're always, you know, we're told that, that white people are the crazy serial killers, right? Uh, but do you guys know who the first serial killer in the United States of America was? Oh, I bet he was a black man. They did the first everything. <laughs> I don't know. Was it not? Was it not H. H. Holmes? Or it was about not. Before? It was before H. H. Holmes. I also thought it was H. H. Holmes, but his name—he was actually a, a bean nigger. He wasn't black. He was a bean nigger. But his name is Felipe Espinoza. <clears throat> what year uh, was this? This was uh, right around the time that the Civil War started. Uh, this was in like 1863, so just a couple years into the Civil War. This guy so we're was not counting around. like Redskins, like random Redskins. There were a lot of serial killers. 
No, no. This guy was like a legit Mexican serial killer that lived in Colorado. Uh, he had come to the country uh, during the Mexican-American War or, or some shit like that. So um, here we go. It says uh, yeah, probably it born like in... 1820s, right? Like it's 1860, 1860-something. Uh, I don't know. We're about to get into it. I was listening to a podcast about him. That's how I heard about him. Yeah, yeah <laughs> There we go. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, born in what is today considered El Rito, uh, unincorporated community, Rio Abrita County, New Mexico territory. At the time, it was San Fe de Nuevo, Mexico. Uh, although some places say he was born in Veracruz. Uh, so the Mexican census from 1845 lists several of the members of the Espinosa family, or the 1860 census. Uh, Whatever, yeah, it's just talking about census documenting his family. So here it is. There's no definitive reason as to why the Espinosa brothers began their rampage, but evidence suggests that the U.S. Army had been tasked with arresting the pair over alleged robberies in the area. When the two men did not give themselves up, one of their homes was burned and their property was confiscated. The pair had ended up in the American territory after signing the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo in Feb- after the signing of the treaty. I'm sorry. Uh... Of Guadalupe Hidalgo in 1940, or I'm sorry, 1848. It ceded the area and its Hispanic settlers to the United States following the conclusion of the Mexican American War from 1846 to 1848. In the decade that had followed the treaty, main, main, uh, in the decade that followed the treaty, many Hispanic people had lost titles to their land because territory courts had showed an inclination to settle land disputes in favor of white settlers. Yes, because you're not from fucking America. You lost the land, faggot. Mexico was now America. That's what the whole Mexican War, or the, the, those parts of Mexico, anyhow, were now America. That's what the Mexican American War was about. Yeah, Am I wrong? Seed, motherfucker, and yeah. get out. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking lost, bitch. Move around. Uh, aided by his brother Vivian, Espinosa began his murdering spree in the thinly populated area of what is now called Free, or now known as Fremont County, Colorado. The brother's first victim was found in May 1863. His corpse mutilated and the heart hacked out of his chest. During that summer, 25 more people were attacked and killed in a similar fashion. Espinosa sent a letter to the territorial government, John Evans, stating that his intention was to murder 600 gringos, including the governor himself. If he, had, if he and the other members of his gang were not granted property in some 5,000 acres in Conjanos County, where they were once demand, uh where they once were. He demanded that the Governor Evans give him full pardons to himself and his followers, along with 5,000 acres of land and appointments in the Colorado Volunteers. The letter also threatened that more Anglos, including the Governor himself, would be killed if the demands were not met. Uh, <clears throat> so... These are like La Raza murders, you know? Like, like well, that's kind of what yeah. he's like a political murderer. Did they punk well, out? I think he keeps he keeps mentioning his crew too, so it's like, how likely is it that he actually did all the murdering? Right? It's just like, you know, it sounds like a cartel. Yeah, well, yeah, proto cartel. Mm-hmm. I wanted to read something here that I found interesting that I saw about this. So his motive was a vision of the Virgin Mary. Yep. Uh, to kill and kill again until the blood of 600 Anglos had been spilt all over New Mexico. 
in quotation marks. And the other thing that I found, like, what a piece of shit, right? Um, but the other thing I found was uh, the person who killed him. So his cause of death was very interesting. He was he was shot and it had his throat slit by Tom Tobin. Tom Tobin was an American adventurer, tracker, trapper, mountain man, guide, U.S. Army scout, and occasional bounty hunter. Tobin explored much of southern Colorado, including the Pueblo area. He associated with men such as Kit Carson, Uncle Dick Wooten, Siren St. Vrain, Charlie Bent, John C. Fremont, Just a Wild list Hill, of Hitler. like real fucking men right there. Like those are like Stone the hardcore motherfuckers. <laughs> William F. Cody and the Shoot Brothers. Tobin was one of the only two men to escape alive from the siege of Turley's Mill and Distillery during the Taos Taos Revolt. In later years, he was sent by the the army to track down and kill the notorious Felipe Espinosa and his nephew. Tobin returned to Fort Garland with their heads in a sack. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, the, the Felipe Espinosa guy was a fucking weird son of a bitch. His brother was killed. His brother was the guy that rode with him. His brother was killed in like a, one of these shootouts. He cuts off his brother's fucking foot and carries it around with him as a trophy and goes and gets his brother's son and makes his son start fucking riding with him and shit. Uh, the dude was fucking, uh, wild, man. Fucking wild. Uh, yeah. Just imagine how easy in those days, like before forensic and shit, forensics and stuff, and no type of surveillance or anything. Like being a serial killer would just be a walk in the fucking park, you know? Yeah, yeah. He did. He did thirty-two in what between the spring and the fall of one year, six months, just killing people, just on a fucking rampage. What, what's interesting though is is that it's in Colorado. You figure at that time, like, you know, it was still kind of the Wild West, you know, and it's like. Why would anybody be unarmed in Colorado? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, also that's where like Dead saw. Man's Dead Man's Canyon got its name from this fucking spick. Uh, that's why they call it Dead Man's Canyon, because he killed so many people there. And like that kind of time period, it's like fucking Sorry. lawless, right? It's been it, like you look back at like the Middle Ages and the Dark Ages when it was like just as lawless. You weren't gonna get caught, right? Like back then they didn't even have jails. They didn't even have jails. You would just get killed. Same thing yep. out there, right? They would just hang your ass, and you would get a fine if it was something small. Yeah. yeah, there yeah, was no jails. It. Like, yeah. jails were only reserved for, like, the top nobility who were being kept for a ransom. Like, that was it. There was no such thing as a jail. And I like, think about the motherfuckers we keep in jail, and the reason was it's a waste of money. It's like, duh, hello. Yeah. You know? The, 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 like, the local sheriff would have, like, a holding tank, and that was, like, the drunk tank for some, you know, guy just being a jackass. It's like, here, sleep it off. But they didn't yeah. have like we're gonna we're gonna Prisons. hold you for fuck. We're gonna yeah, yeah, we're not gonna hold you for fucking twenty years. You know, it's like no, we're just hanging yeah. in the closest fucking tree. Right. <laughs> so you would get like a fine or you get hung. That was like the two options, you know, or yeah. torture. That's about it. Dutch, or like the stocks. And, like hard dudes like Tom Tobin could just like cut the dude's fucking head off without a trial, right? Like that. Yeah. There's the so many people going around who are just recommitting, 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 and they never stop. You know, they just need to die. Yeah, absolutely. The, the recidivism rate is is insane. Like, you know, and you especially if you talk about violent crime, it's like, you right. know, it's there needs to be, you know, there's definitely uh, some discretion when it comes to, okay, well, why did you do the violence? You know what I mean? Like self-defense, all those type of things. But it's like once it's like fully fleshed out that, hey, you just murdered this dude in cold blood or whatever. It's like, okay, well, right to the fucking hanging rope. You know what I mean? Like, what are we yeah. like, what are we talking about? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. All right, so here we go. Now I found the, I had the wrong link. I found this one here. So, uh, 
According to narratives behind the legend, uh, Philippe Espinosa was recorded by a direct descendant of his name, Martin Edward Martinez. His deep dive into the investigation of his family post revealed that Felipe believed he had been given divine authority to carry out the slaughter of hundreds of white Americans. He said that a rather vengeful Virgin Mary of Guadalupe gave him the charge of killing 100 Americans for every family member he lost to the attack on Veracruz. But those deaths during his childhood were just the beginning of the slights Espinosa felt he had suffered at the hands of Americans. Uh, Martinez researched and told him that Espinosa's wife and daughters had been... This is bullshit. Uh, he's alleging that their why his wife and daughter had been raped by American soldiers. But the thing I was listening to said there's no evidence of that. Like even like at the beginning of that Wikipedia article, everybody who looks into this says there's no real nobody really knows this nigger was just fu- some fucking lunatic from the Mexican American War that literally came over here and immediately went on a killing spree. Uh, yeah, as so, if it wasn't him raping his wife and daughter. Yeah, but, no shit. You know, yeah. I, well, you know, I don't know, man. I'll, maybe I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second for you guys, okay? <laughs> So let's say that, you know, tomorrow the Chinese come fucking, you know, red dawn parachuting out of the fucking sky. Right. And they win. Let's just say they win. And but you're still around and they've killed half your family. They freaking, you know, captured your wife and daughter and raped them. But you got away, you know, and you're just one dude. What are you going to do, right? I'm going to go inflict maximum fucking damage to any fucking person associated. Every goddamn chink I see is going down. You right? heard it so, here first. Verbo yeah. takes the fucking word of a filthy Mexican over the fucking I'm white not, frontiers I'm of not, the West. No, <laughs> I got thoughts on this too, though. I got thoughts on this too. Gonna... <laughs> it's like, it's like, murders, right? so it's like, yeah, the guy's racist or whatever. He's doing his tribal thing. Like, I guess, like, whatever the fuck ever. But, like, you know, we should be doing that too. And so the guy chopping his head off good. <laughs> and like, you know, I think there's like uh in Minecraft a lesson for everybody there. John, well, what is he what is he saying everybody, this happened? Everybody has a, a tribal influence, right? So I'm saying like I don't back the guy up. I'm not justifying what he did to white people, right? He should be punished and, and he I'm glad he got put out of his misery. I I'm know. saying though, if the if the if the if the, <laughs> if the things were reversed with that if it was a white man you'd be justified right well so i just yeah, yeah but i just i don't believe that white men were uh like lusting after dirty bean women right i don't now, think now, that now wait a minute now wait a minute here's the thing is that, is that, that honestly but all of mexico proves you wrong no but here's the thing so. right is the, is the military prior to like fucking like 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 very recently was the lowest scumbags of society Absolutely. like you like you only went there like because you had nowhere else to eat so yeah, they would be full of rapists, and I have no doubt if it was, especially if it was infantry, that they raped the fuck out of every beaner, fat, old. I mean, listen, you know. listen to these, <laughs> listen to these Mexican apologists here on my show. <laughs> Look at just, just carrying the old clay pot for the Mexican, carrying one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not carrying no pot. I'm just saying. I, listen, listen. Just because these boys did that, it doesn't give him no right to do that now. You know what uh, I mean, well, because well, well, he has to realize that he's just hold on. He has to realize he's just a Mexican. He's just a Mexican, though. You know what I mean? Like these 
white men well, came through. Yeah, he I think do these things differently, bro. White men do these things differently. We don't go about fucking cutting people's hearts out necessarily in, right. in like yeah, fucking they... subterfuging ways and and low in a low manner. You know, an Aryan is gonna go take revenge in a very different way than this fucking filthy mongrel. Here's the oh, thing: yeah, is I, I here's my point: know, is that no I don't care. I, I don't care if his bitch was raped. I don't care. You know. I'm just telling you, it probably did happen. Yeah, I still don't well. care. And he, I, I think still... this is the 1863 equivalent of saying, oh, he called me a nigger officer. That's why I stomped <laughs> his fucking head into the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I think is going on here. Wow. That sounds uh, like it, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and wow. I think you guys are yeah. going to agree that this guy this guy is just a Mexican who snapped and, and was, was uh, overtaken by his, his Mexican bloodlust. No, I think he uh, wanted, like, power and money and more bitches. Uh, I don't no, think because he wasn't even... These people are descended from a from a from Aztecs and shit. These people he's are doing like fucking rituals. murderers, bro. Right? Yeah, yeah, bro. He's fucking. He's, they're fucking, he's cutting hearts out. Hearts. He's making. He's, he's making crucifixes. Yeah, he's cutting yeah. hearts out, making crucifixes out of twigs and sticking it in the bullet holes and weird shit. Like he's sick. Yeah. I am peyote. Yeah. yeah. I mean, natural, yeah. natural born sick fuck. Mm. What happened to this guy? Did the cavalry get his ass? I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying that if the if the tables were if the tables were reversed and it was me, I'd be walking around with a fucking necklace of ears and motherfucking eating people's hearts and shit and like you know. You heard it here first. Yeah, Verbo, Verbo, Verbo would be out there riding with the Mexicans, cutting white people's ears off and wearing them around his neck. <laughs> oh fuck, man. Uh, but you know, I mean, I feel your sentiment, Verbo. I feel your sentiment. I would tear every motherfucker up. You know? I would support it in theory, absolutely. But again, like a white man doing, it's like so. So it, 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 we're playing a racial game. That's I think the lesson, right? So we're playing a racial right. game. So play right. the racial game. You know, do what you gotta do, whatever it is, and, and and yeah. I mean, if that means going around with a necklace of ears, make sure they're beaner ears or whatever. Listen here, in this <laughs> house, in this in, house, in Felipe Espinosa was a satanic <laughs> spick murderer, and it was unjustified. And it was a lie. It was a lie. Based, exactly. Absolutely. No, I was wrong. And there's a very, and there's a very likelihood that all that is bullshit, and it was just made up excuses for him to do what he was, what he was inclined to do, right? So. Yeah, but yeah, if, you take the, if you take the story at face value and the situation was reversed, I'd do much worse than he did. That's all I'm saying. Like, so what do you think? That there, do you think it's possible that like there was some support from like uh, you know there's like communist uprisings and stuff in like Spain and Italy and shit? Like, do you think it had an influence on how these fucking spicks behaved in the West? What year are we talking? Well, Not around really. No way. Like, around around nah. this time, would, would no. there be? No. No. Nah. Not in the 1860s, 1860s now. Nah. Yeah. Nah. No. Like, the nah. and shit like what? No, I guess Spain was later. I mean, because they were dealing with that. I, I guess there would have been conversations about that, but because they would know, you know, what was happening, but they weren't ruled by Spain for a long time, right? No, well, enough. you say like they would know what happened, like they got fucking cable news and shit. It's like, here it right, is. Right. Hey, here <laughs> it is, right here. <laughs> Hold right. on. Like, yeah, maybe the governor. Here it is, right here. I want to read this. I want to read this right here. Know about that. They I'm going to read about. this real quick. Listen, the Colorado Encyclopedia goes on to tell how a posse led by a, a, a white, this is a, a, a legal posse, right, of deputized men, led by a man yeah. named, named John McCannon, 
caught up with the Espinosas after they assumed they'd covered their tracks well enough to relax a little. The posse came upon a pair of horses near a creek, and when they saw Jose Vivian, which is uh, Espinosa's brother, uh, approach one of them, they fired upon him, striking him in his left side. Jose went down, but propped himself up on an elbow to return fire. Posse member Charles Carter, however, was too quick for Jose and shot him between the eyes. The encyclopedia states that a written article of agreement was found on Jose's person, stating that he had vowed to kill 600 white people to exact revenge for lost family members and property. This text includes no mention of the Espinosa family being killed or raped, either okay, during the Mexican-American War or later on in the territories. He know what it is, Johnny, in all realness, he probably used as propaganda to recruit guys, right? I'm trying yeah, to build a gang. Like they called me a around. nigger. Right, so he probably used that as propaganda. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. He could he could be a noble savage, like uh, like Verbo says too. But no, I didn't say that. I never <laughs> said that. <laughs> I never said anything of the sort. I said if you take the story at face value and the situation was reversed, some I would green go through some trash on the ground, like a tear came down his face, and he was like. <laughs> yeah so yeah he went on a tear uh cutting people's hearts out sticking fucking um crucifixes in their uh wounds and shit uh cutting his brother's fucking foot off and carrying it around with him uh santeria Oh yeah, doing doing you know weird satanic Mexican rituals uh, and, and and just murdering people <laughs> all over. It's actually niggeria. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they're niggers. You know, I just think we need to start just saying niggers and whites. That's all there is in the world. That's all there is in the world. Absolutely. Right. I I think we need to simplify this. You know, it's power in words. Yeah. yeah, it's like binary, like, uh, what's, what's our boy Terry Davis, you know, just everything's negative. There's no such thing as a black man. That's a made-up term. Like, think about that. What if I said, I have a dog, man? You'd be like, you're a stupid fool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Right? You know, I'm telling you. Sorry. That's the truth. There's no such thing. And they're fucking us with our minds. And you see all these cucks. They're all like, this black dude. What are you talking about? Dude's a cowboy. How can a black be a dude? You know, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, it's either fucking our brains up, man. Well, a dude is technically a piece of shit caught on the hair in an elephant's ass. Ooh, I thought that was a yeah. dingleberry. Uh, no, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah it's a it's dingleberry. Specifically, <laughs> specifically in an elephant, it's a dude. So anyway, because they're all just niggers in the end. You know, they all have the same traits and shit. You know, really. Yep. And the yeah, black they claims do. they're all anyway. The black is all of them anyway, you know? Yeah, we was everybody. And we it was, was everybody. so funny as I had a, I had a, uh, freaking, I had some of those, I had some of those Afrocentrics on one of my shows one time. Oh, and, really, dude? And, that and would be hilarious. Oh, it was so great. We actually did two <laughs> oh. shows, man, because they had to call, they wanted me to come on their Johnny, show. Johnny, we should do that, bro. Do it, bro. Do it, oh, bro. it was so good. But Let's then a dude, it, he was one of those, like, we was everybody's, right? And so I yeah. called him out on that. And I was like, okay, so when you're, mind you were everybody you guys conquered you guys were awesome you were everywhere y'all did all the great shit and then you know you know some white cave beast came out and we kicked your ass and conquered you on every fucking continent what does that say about you you know <laughs> you were you were <laughs> our slaves that literally <laughs> that literally proves your inferiority in your own like mind like you are saying you are inferior 
Yeah. I have so many questions I would ask, dude. That'd be so funny. Just let they them got go. Just let them like talk. The, they got caught up on like every little tiny thing that like you could. We never really got anywhere, but it was fucking hilarious. I was cracking. Yeah, up. these people. These people cannot like. They can't really uh, like have a conversation properly, right? They, they can't debate <laughs> or no. Really it's funny, Subjects like oh, in a in a in this a normal way. Today, like, brains are broken right this nigger today said that mexicans are actually ethiopians and they rode canoes there (laughs) (laughs) and he's like he's like he was serious bro like mexicans are fucking ethiopians dude they are that's just it you know kaiser and i met this guy in this like facebook like black versus black versus white like debate group that we were in that we always fuck with these guys and he was the more reasonable one of the of the bunch right and but he was still out there you know so i was like all right hey come on my show we'll have fun well he did the typical nigger thing where he brought six friends with him (laughs) (laughs) niggers and it was supposed to be this one-on-one interview and then he brought six friends with him and of course then everybody you know how they get they start chimping out and then it's just like Oh man, it was crazy. It was a blast. By the end of it, I was drunk as fuck, dude. Just like start, I started yelling at him and shit. It was it was a good old days when Verbo used to get trashed on air, and like I'm drinking big ass tall things of Jack and Coke and just listening to these niggers jabble on. And by the end of it, I'm just like, listen here, you fucking nigger, <laughs> bro. We should have like debates between minorities, right? Like the the, the like the nigger like, like battle zone, right? And we'll bring in like a Mexican, like La Raza versus like a nigger nationalist and. They'll argue over who's the real Mexican. Call you know, we'll be like, I don't know. And we'll sit there and be like, I don't know. He has a good point. <laughs> we'll judge who's Mandingo the real Mexican. Yeah. So return to champ. Yeah. Right. A fight hey. between the races. Yeah. Like, that'd be yeah. so funny, dude. I would Who like to have. I, w- I actually have one of those uh, Egyptian niggers emails. I might actually email him. But uh, let me let me go, let's go through it. this real quick. This is how. Uh, this is the explanation of one of the first murders. Here we go. So. This is a quote from the people who found uh, a gold prospector by the name of Henry Harkins. Uh, We found Harkin. He had been shot in the middle of the forehead with a Colt's Navy revolver. Then the murderers had taken an axe and split his head open from the top of the mouth, from the top to the mouth, excuse me. And then, judging from the appearance of his head and the axe, they had hit him on each side of his head with the axe and two pieces of his skull and his brains lay on the ground at the top of his head. He was also stabbed twice in the left breast. This was the, mur- uh, uh, this was the first of many such grisly murders in the area that year. Although overshadowed by the Civil War raging back east, the quest for gold in the mountains, the main man responsible was Mexican outlaw Felipe Espinosa, uh, rated as one of America's earliest serial killers. Um, let me go down and see if uh, I can find a couple more. Uh, Bro, I think the first serial killer was in Jamestown, you know? Jamestown. The first, the first one in the first town, yeah. Probably yeah, the first, as soon as we landed, we were getting, we were getting serial killed by Oh, by, yeah, niggas. by Indians, yeah, yeah. Doesn't even calling him a serial killer kind of, like, obfuscate the fact that he's a racial, like, a political murderer? Well, he's, yeah, anti-white yeah. targeter, you know? Yeah, I mean, he killed lots of people, but... Like, you know, they're, they're not saying, like, uh, you know, La Raza or whatever, like, racial-based killings. You know, they're saying, oh, he was, like, a, a serial killer. You know, that kind of puts the context of he had some sort of psychological issue or whatever. I guess they're they're not giving 
Well, well right. Yeah, he's saying that like a contemporary understanding of serial killer applied to like an, a different time period. I get what you're saying. Yeah, so, but it's like, it's like, did it really? It's like, it seems really political, really racially yeah, motivated and really vengeful right. on like a war level, not really on a, on a like, you know, I'm stalking around being creepy with chicks. Or no, whatever kind of no, that's exactly yeah. what they're doing. Maybe not with chicks, but they're absolutely stalked. So oh, here right, we right. go. Uh, the bro- it, Literally, this is what it says here. The brothers stalked okay. the Rockies, killing randomly as they went slinking down into the sweeping mountain- mountains of Valley South Park, or Mountain Valley of South Park, excuse me. They hunted lonely mining camps, watching their victims for sometimes hours before cutting them down go. with listen before cutting them down with long range rifles with long range rifles. Then going to work with smaller, sharper instruments. So they would shoot these people and then go in and carve them up and do all kinds wow. of weird, fucking ritualistic shit to them. Right? That's Damn. why they're calling them a serial killer, right? Because, like, yeah. they're not just shooting people and riding off on horses, right? They're shooting them and, like, cutting holes in their body and sticking crucifixes in them and cutting their faces off and doing weird Because that's shit. Aztec style, bro. That's yeah. how they fight, bro. That's how niggers fight, too, bro. That's why they're just niggers, because they can't respect you, you know? And they this all goes back to my fucking thing about all niggers are serial killers. All of these fucking... Non-whites are fucking serial killers, man, and that is why, and that is why they made white people the focus of the serial killer myth to obfuscate from the brutality of non-whites. That is why you are showed white people as the as the avatar of serial killers because they know that non-whites are absolutely brutal. That's why the avatar of the serial killer come around about five, uh, ten years right after desegregation. Right. 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 Before the right. fucking 60s, right. the serial killer wasn't a fucking thing. Not like the way it is today. Right. Now it's like a thing in popular fucking culture. Right. The white serial killer is an avatar in popular culture. And it is to fucking obfuscate from the brutality of niggers and fucking non-whites. Exactly. Fire take. That's the take for sure. Uh, for sure. Shut it down. It's the take. So uh, it says here. um uh see uh so uh here's one quote from him uh in killing one gains liberty i am aware that you know that some i have killed but others you do not know of it is sufficient number however uh we have killed 32 uh so he's admitting to 32 murders uh felipe's boast might have been an exaggeration but some sources say there were about a dozen victims while a few claim there were over 32 uh, at the beginning of being have marked by a peculiar singularity, the most fiendish and diabolical atrocities, uh, is what the Denver Mountain News wrote. In some cases, the amount of money or valuables has been so trifling that it seems incredible it should s- excite the cupidity of most black-hearted murderers to, comp- to commit such a terrible crime. So what they're saying there is they weren't taking anything, right? That all the fucking, uh, the, the, the money and valuable shit that they took was so, uh, uh, insignificant there's no way that was the motivation for what they were doing right they were just savage fucking killers mm-hmm. uh so yeah then they get found out because a guy caught them killing somebody and they shot at him and missed and he was able to tell uh some local rangers that's when captain john mccannon that we talked about earlier and the third cavalry struck out uh Based. a posse to go get him uh they found him uh, by a creek with their horses shot and killed his brother he got away um, and then came back later that night and cut his brother's foot off and kept it with him as a souvenir and then took his brother's 14-year-old son with him uh, to go start killing white people more. 
Uh, 10 days into his renewed campaign, Felipe was drunk on tequila when the Espinosa's attempt to, to hold up a wagon. Two passengers jumped off and eluded their assailants, uh, uh, getting their way back to Fort Garland and, commandu- and Commander S- uh, Samuel Tappan. Uh, Tappan knew the man to reel in Felipe was Thomas Tate Tobin. This is the guy Aquila was just talking about, who ran around with Bill Hicks and all them. Uh... So on early the 15th, uh, Tobin saw a distance in the magpie circling amid rising smoke. Ordering soldiers to hold back, he crawled forward with his trusty hawk and muzzleloader in hand. He found Felipe and Jose cooking meat over a small fire. When Felipe rose to his feet and stretched, Tobin squeezed the trigger. The ball smashed into the outlaw's side and sent him toppling into the fire. Jose took one look at his fallen uncle and dashed for the trees. Tobin quickly rammed another ball down his barrel raised his rifle, and fired again. The ball caught Jose in his spine, killing him instantly. Later that evening at Fort Garland, Colonel Tappan welcomed into his office Tobin, back sooner than expected with a burlap sack strung over his shoulder. Leaning back in his desk chair, Tobin asked, Any luck, Tom? So Tobin replied, turning the bag upside down to let the heads of his quarry roll onto the floor. Boom. And that's how they dealt with the fucking, with the spick serial killers. So, yeah, there you have it. America's first recorded, America's first recorded motherfucking serial killer was a fucking bean nigger. There you have it, right? Some call it karma. Some call it fate. Laws of attraction. Take on new weight. I sit in silence and afford change. Reckless abandon of what we take for granted. Of what we take for granted. No escape, no future, no luck lost on a loser. No escape, no future. This is a cycle This is a curse Divine intervention Can't get much worse Gain some momentum And cut the brace What doesn't kill us Find another way Find another way No escape, no future No luck lost on a loser No escape, 
All right, and we are back, family. Thank you all very much for hanging out through the break. I hope you all enjoyed the little Mussolini video, a little birthday video for Mussolini. I mean, it wasn't a birthday video, but a video of Mussolini for his birthday, I guess. You know what I mean? Uh, the band that was playing, people were asking who the song was. That was uh, Brick Wall by A Day to Remember uh, was the song I played at the break. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, love a day to remember. Really good band. Uh, Mr. White Tuber, let me make sure I got you unmuted. Mr. White Tuber, we got you back, right? Yes, sir. I am back. I'm here. I'm excited. It's Friday. Uh, Eagles Nest. The place to yeah. be, bud. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm stoked for fucking this weekend too, man. Uh, I got some shit on the table. I'm gonna go get done. Uh, somebody just jumped back in. I heard him. We just come back. Keila's back. Hey, Keila. Perfect timing, brother. Perfect timing. Uh, all right. Let's see where. Oh yeah. So you guys heard of the Ethan Lemming, Ethan Lemming case, right? What's up, Blood Honor? Mm-hmm. How you doing, brother? Uh, so as predicted, as fucking predicted, they are going. Have you talked about this tuber? Did you see this? Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as fucking predicted, they are going to let these little niggers off uh, with manslaughter. And here's the deal: they might not even they they might do they might do fucking under ten years. It's, I looked it up. It's nine two months three, to five bro. years. Nine months yeah. to five years for a specific charge. Yeah, they'll, do, they'll do two or three at the most, bro. Yeah, yeah man. For murdering it. Yeah, dude. Killing, killing this young white dude. Over yeah. a but fucking listen, Johnny, water gun fight. Bro, the same thing happened in the city. And a fucking uh, corrective officer, a CEO, he, um, he shot one bullet and killed somebody who was shooting the, the BB guns at him. And he's getting charged with like, second degree murder. But the victim was black. Wicked. So a cop shot a little nigger kid for shooting at him with a BB gun. No, and with he's... the same exact water. Oh, it was a water gun. gun. Okay, it was kid. a water. Yeah, the because same it does. That... Yeah, it shoots a little pellet. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, it shoots a little water. Right, bullets. it was the yeah. same situation, but the victim was black. And it was only one bullet. It was an intentional beating to death. Yeah. It's continuing to beat him while he's on the fucking ground. So mm-hmm. here we got a we got a little video real quick, and I also got a news story. I guess this thing's only uh, not very long. Let's see, what we got here. Developing this morning, the three young men charged in the beating death of an Akron high school student have been indicted now on lesser charges. They were originally charged with murder in the death of 17-year-old Ethan Liming. But now they're facing charges ranging from misdemeanor assault to involuntary manslaughter. Police oh, say Ethan Sorry, and some guys. friends shot toy water Let me run this back. Developing this morning, the three young men charged in the beating death of an Akron high school student have been indicted now on lesser charges. They were originally charged with murder in the death Ruin, of thank you very much. Ethan Liming. But now they're facing charges ranging from misdemeanor assault to involuntary manslaughter. Police say Ethan and some friends shot toy water gun at a... Ethan didn't shoot a motherfucking thing. That's the problem here. You guys realize this guy was just driving, right? This poor fucking kid was just driving the car. His nigger buddies shot the water guns at these other niggers, and they tried to fight them, and he got out to separate them to break up the fight. And then they jumped on him because he was the only white kid there. Ethan Lemming didn't shoot jack fucking shit, you fucking cunt. I mean, I know she's just reading off the prompter, but still, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's how they do this shit. They make it sound like, oh, well, you know, he shouldn't have been shooting the gun. He wasn't. He was driving his fucking car. Yeah, or like he was a a, a participant, like a willing participant, just like the rest of the niggers in the car, you know? 
Yeah, he was literally trying to, and this is the problem, man. You know, uh, you know, his white sensibilities and white morality got the best of him. He was getting out trying to 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 break the shit down or to break the fight up and calm shit down, and ends up losing his fucking life over it. And his fucking buddies didn't even fucking help him. That's that's that yeah. right there is the most telling thing, and that's what I want most people. I mean, obviously, uh, God bless this young man and his family, right? I don't want to diminish the severity of what happened to this young man, right? But what we need to take away from this, any of you who have kids or if you have nephews that you're close to or nieces or any young people in your family, they just cannot be friends with niggers. They can be sociable with niggers for, you know, ease of life, like at school and shit, of course, you know what I mean? But they cannot be friends with niggers. They cannot go hang out with niggers. They can't be hanging around with niggers at school because this is what will fucking happen every time. They will either get them fucking arrested on some bullshit charge that they put on them or they'll get them fucking shot or they'll get them fucking beat to death. And they won't do a motherfucking thing to help them, right? They started this shit and then they sat there and watched that fuck. And that fucking white kid, this poor fucking white kid, was trying to save those fucking niggers. That's right. He was trying to save those fucking niggers by breaking up the fucking fight and they fucking sat there and watched him get beat to death. They They let these other niggers take his motherfucking car and phone and like drive it down the street so they couldn't take him to get help. And they didn't do anything, anything to try to stop it. No such thing as black friends. A group of people it's not. Playing basketball not for a white person. School last month, which they say then escalated into a fight and Ethan's beating death. Jesus fucking Christ, man. He was lynched, right? This poor white kid was lynched by a group of fucking niggers for being white and being white in a black space. Right? That's what fucking yeah. happened. This poor white kid was lynched by a group of fucking niggers for being white in a black space. All of these fucking retarded Jewish lies that you always hear about how fucking, the, what do they call them, sundown cities and shit like that. Once again, just like what we were talking about earlier with the fucking uh, projection of serial killers onto whites, the sundown cities exist still and they're in fucking nigger neighborhoods. And it's not even fucking sundown. You can't go there during the fucking day. You know, we always fucking, you know, uh, look down our nose at the people in the UK for having what they call no-go zones. Dude, no-go zones have existed in this fucking country for 30, 40 years. 30 years. No-go zones have existed in the United States of America for at least 30 years. There There have been for at least, at least, and that's being fucking generous, at least the last 30 fucking years. There have been places that white people dare not fucking go. There's no sign up. There's no like no white people, blacks only here. But you know goddamn good and well, you're not fucking stopping at that red light if you ain't fucking got to. Now I've been in uh, neighborhoods where niggers were walking down the street blocking the road trying to fucking jack us. Yes, dude. So get out of there. Hey, there was a motherfucking video come out the other day. There was some fucking niggers walking across the street. There was a person in like a, uh, some nice car. I can't remember if it was like a BMW or a Mercedes or some shit, uh, at the fucking, at a, at a stoplight. And these niggers were just casually walking across the street. They didn't target this, I mean, they did target, but like, it wasn't like a pre-planned thing, right? These niggers were just casually walking across the street, see this motherfucker, and they go and try to carjack them. 
Just on yeah. a fucking whim. Because that's how fucking savage these fucking animals are. Right? There are there are 100% white no-go zones in this fucking country that are run by nigger warlords. 100%. Well, like, none of us would go to Nigeria. That's very dangerous. And then we have the Nigerias here. You know? You don't go there. Uh, Piper's, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you'll, you'll fucking die. So, Same, I mean, exactly. Uh, Piper says, the one black I had as a friend in high school who used to be funny as fuck is now a crackhead who has been detained for trying to abuse white women. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And that's what I've tried to explain to my son. Uh, and, and he's actually kind of, as he gets older, you can see he's starting to, to, to see what I'm saying. I've explained regression to the mean to him. Like, son... Right now, of course, it, it, even even in elementary, uh, he had seen the the brutality of little Negro kids. Uh, but because at, at the time when he was in elementary, we still lived in Tulsa, and he was still going to Tulsa public school, so he had to be around Negro kids. That's why we got the fuck out of there because I wasn't having that shit in high school. Uh, but anyway, um, but I was telling him like, yeah, of course, brother. Like right now, these kids aren't that bad, and you get along with them because they're like five you know what i mean eight ten you know what i mean whatever you know what i mean uh they're kids but as they get older a thing called regression to the mean happens and they revert further and further back to their african roots their animalistic savage feral african roots it's called regression to the mean it's an actual fucking thing and that's what happens that's why you'll see uh you know Little nigger kids that seem like you know decent well put together kids uh you know throughout you know elementary middle school uh beginning of high school and then about their fucking junior senior year they just fucking tank and turn into brutal fucking savage uh criminals yeah. uh here we go finkelstein thank you very much brother he sends uh is there, is there a video attached to that i remember this nigger i used to wrestle with back in like middle school i saw him years later at the wedding competition dude he was like a fucking evil monster i was like whoa who? Yeah. What now? I'm sorry. Now this nigger I used to wrestle with back in back in the day, in like middle school. You know, I saw him when he was like 18. He looked like some kind of nigger monster, dude. I was like, whoa, at this uh, weight lifting match, like shit. Uh, nigger monster in a good way or a bad way? Like he was swole like or he was like, like a fake killer. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then like a rapist. I'm like, whoa. He was like a small ass kid, dude. He was like maybe five two, skinny. It's weird. And just develop yeah. into it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's the final form. They 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 slowly morph into it, right? It's that's the Negro yeah. metamorphosis, right? The Negro metamorphosis is coming from like a seemingly innocent child, and then they they get older, they get more aggressive, more, uh, and then once their sexual uh, inclinations kick in, it's over. Yep. It's over once they hit puberty yep. and they start thinking sexual. It's fucking over. They they are just full fledged animals. Uh. Or animalistic, anyhow. Uh, Ruin, thank you very much. Ruin says, great show. Thank you very much, brother. I really appreciate that. No goal with $5 says, God met Oons. Indeed, God is with us, and I appreciate that. No goal also with the 1488. I don't know if I said thank you for that, but uh, thank you. Uh, also, Fink uh, since 1488 in. Thank you very much, brother. We're going to go ahead and watch that right now, and then we're going to get into this lynching map, because this is going to be some interesting shit, and it might take us the rest of the way out of here. We're going to look at it a little bit. But here is... Uh, Brother Fink's little video. Let's check it out. You know, I'm a city down, though, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I 
Can y'all hear and see everything? Inside Bell Fries yeah, yeah. on Ludlow Street early Sunday morning over the cost of dipping sauce. The situation quickly got out of control that the store alarm went off. Over dipping sauce? Somebody needs to be held accountable and they need to pay. When I first met Angel, she was living in a one bedroom motel. Twelve of her children were sharing just two beds. Authorities say these three women seen in this video, Perla Ozaria, Chatara Placencia, and Tatiana Johnson, walked into the fast food joint at around 4 a.m. Yeah, look at that fucking disgusting. That is one of the most revolting things in the world. That fucking like white travelers wrote of this. This 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 weird growth that comes off of the Negro female. I mean, look at that. Disgusting. What the fuck, man? Look at that, dude. Like, what is and that? They like it, but they like it, dude. That is Isn't disgusting. That like the ass is supposed to go out from the back, right? Like a bubble, but it is not supposed to protrude these wide deformations and and like saddlebags onto the side of, of a woman. It's fucking bizarre. It's a very, very strange thing. It's not human. Look how, look how close her feet are together. Like her feet yeah. are one in front of the other. Yeah, and her the feet. Fucking width of those hips, unbelievable. Her knee, yeah, the width of her hips, and then her knees are touching, and her feet are like fucking six inches well, apart. This is a reflection of their hypersexualization through natural selection. They've selected, mm -hmm. they're obsessive over her body shape. So, where this is what they've evolved to. You know what I mean? I just, it, how does, how, I mean, obviously you can't understand the nigger mind, but I'm just saying yeah. it's just so beyond me that they get attracted to that. Yeah. Like, could does. you imagine that? Like, listen, know. listen, this is the fucked up thing about this. That is as good as it could possibly look. That looks good <laughs> to, compared to what that would look like if those fucking jeans came off. Because all that fat would just hit uh, the fucking floor. Oh it would look like a sack of fucking potatoes like or worse. It, you know what it would look like? Have you seen like an old, like a dingy ass pillow that like the, the cotton is fucked up in it? You know what I mean? And it's all lumpy and weird and it like hangs at the bottom of the fucking pillow bag. Like that's what it would look like. Just nasty old tweaker pillows on the side of her fucking shit. Fucking oh, gross. Pillow okay. bag. Look at that. Fuck. Look, that nigga wants to fuck her. Yeah, he does. And hey, and, and the niggers will have the nerve. They'll have the nerve to say some shit like, oh yeah, she uh thick booty, thin waist. They'll call this they'll call this a thin waist because her ass is so fat that it's it's larger than her waist. They will call that a thin waist, right? That's like a men's 42. Yes. <laughs> which is which is ginormous, bro. Yeah, she, she if, has a gun, she has a gun like Ralph too. Yeah. Yes, it probably has like weird, like those weird triple titties and all kinds of weird yeah. shit. Yeah, her butt, her butt looks like her ass. You know, like the same, like the same fucking pillow shit, like you said. Yes. Back. What happened? I missed it. And according to that nigger snatched her fucking wig off. Oh, oh my god, he threw it away yeah. in the air too. Oh, that nigger is amazing. That's hilarious. Self defense. <laughs> Look, her hat, watch her hat goes one way and the wig goes the other way. 
<laughs> you know, for years I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I th yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. They place yeah, their black order, women and according to the cannot grow long hair like that. That's, yeah, yeah, they're all fucking bald. Even those braids, those braids that you see on these nigger bitches here, they're sewn in. That shit sewed into their head. Uh, they can't get it wet. It starts to. That's why you see. Uh, here we go. We're gonna get into some nigger lore real quick. That's why you see uh, uh, niggers like the ones that have dreadlocks and the the bitches that have these fake extensions and braids and shit. You'll see them like bang on their head. They'll pat the top of their head because they yes, never wash it. Itches. Because they never wash it. It's just yes. a fucking disgusting petri dish. A ball of nasty, greasy, disease hair. That just Imagine itches. taking a ball cap that you shower with and you never take off. You know, yes. that's the equivalent. For months, years. Oh my God. Uh Bush, yes. thank you very much. Johnny Reb says there's a bunch of uh there's a bitch that owns bookstores convention about sons of Confederate veterans marching in a parade. Y'all by y'all let her know. Uh, I don't have a Facebook. Uh, I got rid of all that shit a long time ago, but I'll uh, I'll pin that if anybody wants to go. If anybody's got like a sock uh, Facebook they want to go fuck around on it with. All right, here we go. This is a really long video, Fink. Dang, she disappeared. As soon as that happened. With the help of the Department retreated. of Children and Families, Angel moved into... What? Mother of 17. This bitch doesn't get enough help already from the fucking government? 60,000 a year. Oh, 60,000 a year. You know, uh, I like to hang out and chat once in a while, but uh, I'll be honest, you gotta go through a lot of shit posting. I'm one of the biggest shit posters, and you know what? I apologize, like big capital letters, what a fag, but it's funny, plus I can't see as well as some of you youngins, but someone named 14 Reasons just said something that, you know, we've all, I mean, maybe we've all, I've thought about it, but you know, I just kind of dismissed it because it's so fucking rare, but he's like, I don't give a shit if some, you know, nigger, shit skin fucker has an IIQ, like super high. They're ruining the fucking place. And you know what? Let's be honest. Like, you know, you know, if you're, like, you're like around like an Obama nigger, you know, hello, like. Obama's 75% white. Happy. You don't feel shitty. I want you to think about something. This guy's right. I think actually, I, I, I fucking hate the high IQ ones worse because they can kind of fucking sneak into our system making presidents and so I just haven't really looked at it that way and so you know I mean I'm not saying I have a theory I have a theory that goes along with this I don't think there are any high IQ full-blooded Negroes I yeah. think I think that uh all of the the Negroes that you or, or Negroes in quotes that you see with high IQs have some sort of white admixture and so that's my thing that's that's what i believe and you know i was talking about this the other day like when you see an actual african black person they are like coal black ones without any any white admixture they are coal fucking blurple black right they're almost fucking purple it looks bizarre how black they are right uh, even like the black, like uh, when we talked about this last time, somebody had brought up Michael Jordan. Even Michael Jordan is a caramel colored nigger, right? He's not charcoal black like an African, 
right? So even him, I think, has, has some sort of, you know, it could be, you know, generations back, but they have some sort of uh, non-African admixture. These ones, that, yeah. that, the, the ones that tend to transcend racial lines or, you know, or economic lines yeah. or whatever, you know, you know what I'm saying? These ones that seem to be like the talented tent. There we go. The talented tents, yeah. I think, are, are mulattoes and stuff. I don't think they're black. The American ones got fed better, too. Over a well, long yeah, I've actually got pushback on this, and and I don't care. I will say it, and I believe it. I do believe in the slave breeding, uh, the slavery genetic, uh, eugenics program. I do believe that we were breeding big buck niggers to work good in the field. Some people are yeah. like, oh no, that's just a myth. Like, no, I, I fully believe that we wanted big buck niggers to fuck big buck nigger bitches to make big buck nigger fields uh, workers. Yeah, and I, I don't. I don't think that's con- fucking farm animal, but we yeah. breed niggers. That yeah, doesn't make sense. I don't even think that's controversial. We made them yeah, a better specimen. Obvious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. I'm gonna hang around a bunch of sheboons. You know, they're fucking <laughs> weird, shitty, fake hair that you can pull off. You know, if you're in Brooklyn and you see a bunch of black bitches in a fight, I used to live in Brooklyn. Unfortunately, I have. To Fucking seen this. It's bad. Oh, it's bad. Like those football niggas. Stinks. Fucking like tits hanging out. They're killing each other. Their hair, they leave. Red. And so when the subway goes by, right? Yeah. It pushes air up on the street. The fucking weaves go flying. And if you've ever been like the Western United States, you know, there's this thing called tumbleweeds. These big, weird looking fucking things that are it's like a big beach ball. But you can actually see tumble weaves. Oh, I mean, it's, you know, when you see like black bitch. Uh, Gregorius Galloping Garden Gnome. Dude, me too. But I've actually had people push back on me and like start huge arguments over it. And I just told them that they talked like a fag and their shit was all retarded and they were wrong. Fake hair <laughs> rolling around. You're like, I don't live anymore. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm on like city. I don't know, I'm not fighting uh, a, a lot. Just keeps, all of them just get boom, boom, boom. Like they're just falling like a house of cards. And so it's, uh, they're all shitty. But you know, I live in like super nice suburbs. And you know what happens is like these elites. What's up, Chihuahua? Niggers. What's up, American Life? I didn't see you there either. Obviously, because blacks are dumb. Yeah, they get some European IQ and then they get a shitty job. Not shitty, but a decent job. And the reason is it looks good, you know, on the resume, all that. Like, we need some niggers around here. I mean, we were making so much money. Uh, Fink, not to like be correcting you in your own video, and you might actually get to this. I'm probably just not waiting long enough. But it's not even about it looking good for the company. There are literally government regulations that force them to have a certain amount of non-whites, a certain amount of homosexuals, things like that. They actually have diversity diversity and inclusion quotas at these big corporations. Um, it, it's government mandated. It's not just like well, yeah, there's for credit them, ratings. you know, yeah. There's like credit ratings, like liability ratings that give your business a grade and affect your, your stock price. And it's also like, it also has to do with like tax cut kickbacks and shit like that. Like for instance, yeah. uh, if you, I know all companies, Pretty much all companies. Um, yeah, I have to edit some stuff out, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, but yes, it will be put up. I'm going to do it this weekend. Uh, all companies within, I think it's like 
a couple years. I don't know. Maybe it's indefinite. It's. I think it's right after uh, inmates get released. Like, uh, you get a like a tax write off or a government subsidy for hiring uh, newly newly released inmates. So there's a similar thing with with non-whites and fags and stuff like that. I'm sure, right? I'm sure there's some also. Not only is there regulations where they like have to have these things, but also, uh, I'm sure there's some sort of government kick, uh, monetary kickback as well. Yeah, the ESG rating. That's what it's called. Yeah, thank you, Wal. Uh, Wadley Pashad. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up real quick. Well, I'm no, gonna play what, this. Yeah, he's right. Well, I, well, I just want to read. I, I just want to read what it is. Yeah, for everybody, yeah, I'm gonna let this play. ESG rating. Yeah, that's what it's called. Fake paper trading. In 2019, that Goldman Sachs, like, yeah, we're you know what, we're gonna do. Uh, we, they wanted neurodiversity. That just means they were hiring people with Down syndrome, and they just had a really <laughs> shitty quarter. So I don't know. Maybe they'll change okay, that. Ah, these Jews, what a joke. What's the point of this video? I had a point to this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here's my point. Like, as much as we hate seeing, like, street shitters and, like, fucked up nigs, you know, people that are dangerous. I don't know, like, which is more dangerous? Let's think about this. You know, a bunch of, like, Crips, Blyce, you know, not, not what they call them. Not Blyce Lords, Vice Lords. Bunch of, you know, those niggers, vice lord niggers, and then you have Bloods, Crips, fuck, there's a bunch, MS-13, um, all those guys, you know, I mean, they fuck shit up, but who fucks up shit more? It's those fancy niggers, I mean, look at the nigger that Biden just put on the Supreme Court, you know, that bitch is going to do so much damage, and look at, like, Obama, I, I mean, you know, Sheila Jackson Lee. Uh, I don't know. I think I like the, I think I like our niggers dumb. Like I think shitskins. I like them dumb. If you horny faggots would stop banging shitskins, we wouldn't have these people. But we're gonna start. We're gonna fucking jar and make some money. She's gonna get a bunch of European DNA, and she might be smart enough to talk. You know, like Kamala Harris. I don't know. Like she's not that. You know, she's not that smart. I suppose. You know, she's the Attorney General of California. She at least had to go to law school and pass an LSAT. I mean, she can't be retarded. But if, you know, someone didn't do all that fucking, she wouldn't exist. I'd rather have, you know, niggers with, like, bones in their fucking nose. You know, they run around, like, you know, naked kids everywhere, like, National Geographic tits. Just gross shit. And then we know right away, get rid of these fuckers. But yeah, because they're still in our DNA, people are like, ooh, you not that bad. Fuck you. Well, you know, speaking of you sent to hell, it's a sin. Very and speaking of, speaking of that, uh, anybody who hasn't been keeping up with uh, Borzoi's coverage of Jet Magazine, it's fucking wild. Go follow his telegram and listen to the ra- latest el- episode of The Third Rail. You got to get through a bunch of... Him and Lorette's just kind of bullshitting around, but once they get to it and he starts talking about Jet Magazine, it's fucking wild. There were articles in there about how uh, they were saying that uh, Negro women were all the craze in Europe, and they were pushing miscegenation, like pushing fucking black women to go find white husbands and shit, uh, all kinds of crazy shit. But um, speaking of them, uh, Finkelstein said he would rather see them with like bones in their nose and things like that, like. I think, like, yes, 
100%. And that's where they should be, right? Like, that's a big problem with what we have done with the Negroes. We have disturbed the nature, right? We have disturbed nature. They do not exist. They no longer exist in their, their Negroes, except for, like, uncontacted tribes and a few, like, small, like, African tribes who have kept themselves somewhat uh, together traditionally. Um, no, no negro on the earth lives in its natural habitat right they are all like strangers in a strange land right right they are they are like and that's that's a huge problem with what's going on right now they have no ability to function in this society or figure it out it's going to take like 10 billion 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 breeding plus look they're gross and you know obviously i'm extremely prejudiced there's nothing more beautiful to me than anyone, you know, that's... Frank James, uh, Fat Earth says Frank James said all this. Frank James is in, like, Jesse James? Hmm. You know, female, not fat, blue eyes, blonde hair, in her 20s, who's not fat, who's not a retard, and that uh, mean, long hair, too. They're beautiful. And that's what everyone wants in the world, by the way. I mean, they're, they're coming after that, so... Shit. Quit fucking around. I mean, don't think you can be one of these dudes that meets, like, a Latina bitch. Oh, yeah, you know what? She's fucking hot. I know what you're thinking. Like, she's not fat like a she-boo, and she's probably a little bit nicer than a lot of the fat white women with green hair. If you fuck her, you just ruined a whole your whole family line. So don't do that. Uh, just go to church. I'm not saying, you know, just church, but... Go meet a white woman who's not retired. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. And the, the crazy black guy. Okay. One. Nice. Great video there, uh, Brother Finkelstein. Great great video there. What's it called? 14. Son of a bitch. Who are you truly and what do you believe? 14 reasons and the necessity of separation. Yeah. Hell yeah. 100%. Segregation now, segregation then, segregation forever. 100 fucking percent. Uh, so let's look at this real quick. So a good friend of the show, Miss uh, Piper, sends me this. And I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, map of white supremacy's history of lynching, eighteen forty-eight to two thousand twenty. Akila, you had actually had a chance to look into this a little more, right? I played around with it before the show started. It's very fucking cool. So it's got like a <clears throat> color-coded uh, sort of I forget what those things are called. Whatever a code. So each little pixel or point is a uh, one lynching, and you can zoom in, and it shows the person's name. And a color, so it'll tell you which race. So green is other. Uh, so I think they put Jews green. I found one in, well, I forget where he was exactly. George Segal, like Stevens. Oh, uh, yeah. Great grandfather or some shit. Well, Steven Segal anyway. a Jew? Is, is Segal a Jewish yeah. name? Oh, he's oh, fucking shit. Of, course. of course. Oh, he, he is. is? I make so he's much sense. Of course he is. He's a big rapist, yeah. too. Yeah, he changed the the, spell, the just the pronunciation of his name, but it's like and his karate was bullshit. Oh too. yeah, yeah. he didn't do any karate. He just snapped next. Did you catch the Bushido stream yesterday? No, I haven't had a chance to see it. 
Did you cover that? We didn't yeah, cover. Not too we much didn't cover Seagal himself, but we covered uh, Aikido. We watched two Aikido guys get just fucking smashed the fuck out. Oh, I love those, dude. We watched. Mantis stance? We we watched this one guy get slapped so hard. I think he had a religious experience. <laughs> I ain't shitting you. This you motherfucker slapped. He slapped him so hard. He like had like his life flashed before his eyes. He had psychedelic visions. He felt like he got electrocuted. Uh, like you just seen his whole life change with this fucking slap that was just thunderous. It was amazing. Uh, so here on the on the wheel we've got. Red is Chinese, orange is black, blue is it- Italian. Italian. Nice, yeah, nice trick there, Jews. <laughs> nice fucking move. That's well true. played, Jew. Well fucking played. There actually are some Italian lynchings too, though, which is also sort of funny. But... Well, no. Well, that's the thing that I was going to talk Italian. about with this whole thing is because, like, the white every lynching was a form of punishment. Yes. Like motherfuckers got lynched. White, black, Chinese, Italian, <laughs> Mexican, Indian, like motherfuckers got lynched. Even Jews. You know I mean? yeah, Even Jews. Even Irish, here and there. You know, I mean, we all know the story. Like you guys know the story of how uh what's up, uh Boomer, uh Boomer Tech, what's up, brother? Um, you guys know the story of how lynching became like uh Popular, like the 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 myth of lynching as we know it today became popularized, and and how it got uh, demonized in the American psyche, right? I think I know. Well, so there was a here. guy, there was a Jew, I forget his name, uh, who had went. Uh, he, I, matter of fact, he didn't even go to the south. He had seen pictures of a lynching of a nigger getting lynched from the south, and he wrote a song called "Strange Fruit," and the song was about lynchings of niggers in the south and the song became popular which brought attention to lynchings and brought lynching to the minds of popular culture or whatever the fuck and yeah it was a song called strange so people fruit started lynching more because of this song no 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 that's what like got it uh demonized right there's oh, that's okay. cool. that sounds pretty jewish let me find yeah, this uh cool. let me find this real quick i'll tell you uh but yeah, I forget the stats. Something like 1,700 total lynchings over the time of Jim, Jim Crow. And something like only like less than 1,000 or around 1,000 were like black people. So the rest were whites and whatever else. And, but the, here's the question. What is a lynching? Yeah. I guess when they fuck you up and hang you, right? Yeah, it's where they... Yeah. It's, it, I don't even... I don't even... Exactly. It, it doesn't guy. even... It doesn't even uh, pertain specifically to lynching, I don't think. I think it's just like being killed by like a vigilante force. I don't think it has to necessarily be. I think it's one of those arbitrary terms that can mean anything. Yeah. It's not hanging. They would use the word hanging. Okay, so yeah, here it is. Uh, Yeah, 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 I see what you mean. They're wizards. like an inversion, another like oh, they make up word like race, like how they use racism. Right, like, oh, yeah, exactly what I'm saying. You lynched. So maybe we, just, maybe we just dealt out some fucking justice, bitch. Strange yeah, maybe fruit. A criminal was punished. <laughs> it, yeah, it's exactly what it was. It's a criminal punishment. And Strange yeah. Fruit is a song written and composed by Lewis Allen, real name Abel Miripol, born to uh, in 1903 to Russian Jewish immigrants in the Bronx, New oh, York. Fucking course. Uh, of course. Uh, it was also recorded by Billie Holiday in 1939. Lyrics were drawn from a poem by 
Abel, I'm sorry, Abel, not Abel, Abel Maripol, published in 1937. The song protests the lynching of blacks Americans with the lyrics that compare the victims to the fruit of trees. Uh, yeah, so that, there you go. And, and the nigger never even, or the Jew never even went and saw a lynching himself. He, like, saw a picture of it or, like, saw it in a magazine. Yeah. So there you have it. Yeah, here it is right here. So it says it right here. Uh, the origin of the poem written by the Jewish American writer and teacher uh, Abel Maripol under his pseudonym Lewis Allen as a protest against lynchings. Lynchings. The poem Maripol expressed his horror in the poem, excuse me, Maripol expressed his horror at lynchings inspired by Lawrence Beltier's photograph of the 1930 lynching of Thomas Shipp. Let's see who Lawrence Beltier is. Is he also a fucking but, Jew? But, but, but this is like, like, this is bullshit. These are communities where it's like, this is was what they did. There wasn't like the law and order. You know what I mean? No, it was, yes, you're right. Too, you this was a form of criminal punishment. That's all yeah, it was. it's such bullshit, mm -hmm. you know? 100%. I am with you 100% on that, brother. Yeah, That's you know all this shit was. Justice. Justice. Yeah, the fuck? So I want to see if this Lawrence Beltier motherfucker is a Jew, too. They've been Lawrence doing this Beltier. shit for 200 years, 100 years. There's been no fucking cops out there. It's like one marshal per, like, the whole territory. This is such bullshit. It's based upon ignorance, you know? Yeah. That's why they don't teach you nothing. Yeah, like, you couldn't have Tom Tobin. By that time, you couldn't have Tom Tobin ride up and cut the fucking guy's head off. Listen, so. the judge would ride through town twice a year. You get what I'm saying, dude? Like, there was, like, two marshals in the state, and that's where we're coming from. That's where we're coming from. So this practice of development was there for a long fucking time. That's how they dealt with criminals. So Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Beltier, the guy who was taking these pictures, I am convinced he has to be a Jew because there's nothing about him. or his, Everything you find about him is just like, yeah, he's just the guy who took pictures of uh, lynchings. You can't find anything about his early life or anything like that. So, uh... Beatler, I'm sorry, not Beltier, Beatler, B-E-I-T-L-E-R was the guy who took the picture that hurt uh, the Jew who wrote Strange Fruits Feelings. Um, let's see, I want to see uh, real quick, I know, so the lynching was of Thomas Ship and Abraham Smith. Uh, what did they do? They were taken from their jail cells, so they were already in jail. They had been arrested that night as suspects in a robbery, murder, and rape case. And there Shock. you fucking have it. Shock. And there you fucking have it. They were arrested for robbery, murder, and rape. And of course, I'm sure some Jew 20 years, 30, 40 years down the line exonerated them posthumously or some shit and talked about how innocent they yeah, all were. Yeah. Just like just yeah. like fucking Emmett Till. Remember how innocent Emmett Till was? Then comes out written in that girl's diary, that lady's diary, how he was like, oh, I like to fuck on white women. And he's like grabbing her and doing all this weird shit. Yeah. Do you know that the, the first prison system in the United States started in 1891? I did not know that. There were no prisons. So you're telling me in the 1930s, 20 years after they just started making prisons, they're still doing the same thing they were doing the whole time? Oh, no. You see how right. stupid it is? Exactly. Is? 
It's got to be the evil of the evil white man, right? Right, so because prison, fucking... prison was was a was a Jew thing to start like locking them up in this big long thing. It were ref- that's a whole movement that started. Yeah, you know, there yeah, were no yeah. Such Don't thing. kill them. Don't kill them. Pay me to lock them up, Goyim. Right, and that started. Like, at least, and you're telling me 1890 that started in these big cities in Atlanta, whatever yeah. big cities. Yeah. And you tell me this Don't small kill- backwood place in the night. 20 years later is going to be putting people in prison. It's not fair. It's a, it's a blood libel. The whole, yeah, you know, they're saying hundred percent. It's a blood libel. They're, they're saying it's uncivilized. Oh, don't, don't, don't kill these niggers. Uh, Goyim. it's uncivilized, you know? And in reality, like we learned yesterday with the cuff in the ear, proper justice, like, like the violence that's associated with, with placing constraints on society. That's healthy. That's love. It's not evil. Like hey, it's look. the most healthy thing you could do for society, taking care of the environment by taking these people out of it and not having us pay for them or nothing. Get the fuck out. You're done. Here's here's the other got his got it got it in uh Oklahoma, Albert W. Birch. <clears throat> I thought we could click on him and like hear their story. No. No, I don't I don't I didn't but well, I was on my phone, so and that's also B E R C H, not B U R C H, like the uh, white birch. No, we can't click on them. So yeah, that's uh, in 1923 in Stevens, Oklahoma. Hmm. And you're wondering why the crime rate is so much higher than it was back then. Because we got niggers getting in and out of jail doing the same crimes. And I mean, it's that not should, even... That should be ghosts. It should I mean, be a dot on that even, map. It's not even that much, that often, man. Exactly. It's like one a year, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit like that. I mean, they make a giant make it like all extreme. <laughs> yeah, it's not even that fucking bad. <laughs> Look at these yeah. huge areas, Johnny. He's doing these, like, these are like cities, you know? Like, yeah. this is the, yeah. like... Let's look at this. Let's look at these fucking these fucking like, look law. It. Look at these law enforcement motherfuckers here in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Look at that little bushel basket there. Huh? What fucking county <laughs> Wait, is this in? Holy shit! Oh yeah! Holy shit! Hail to Chenier Lake. Huh? Hail <laughs> to fucking Chenier Lake. <laughs> Pull him up and give him a shout out. Huh? Holy shit, <laughs> dude. They didn't goof around, huh? Hell no, they didn't. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably all like in like a week from some like nigger rebellion. You know, it's, you know, it's some almost bullshit. exactly it's probably some bullshit. It's almost exactly what because you can see right here one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, seven, eight. Eight of them are all in the same year, and they're, like, numbered. Some of them are numbered. Some of them yeah. are 1878. So something happened here. Let's see. Where are we at? Chenier Lake. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> He's looking it up. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> Chenier Lake lynching. <laughs> 1878. Let's see what happened there. Must have been a lot of clan there or something. Chenier is a, is a oak tree, I think, in French. So that's down. Where is it? Louisiana. So probably some some coonasses, some Cajuns, you know, doing that shit. French we still like gotta make nigger. that nigger that nigger fort T-shirt, uh, Johnny. The nigger Damn fort, it! Man. Remind me tomorrow, and I'll Bro, make the nigger fort T-shirt. I'll buy one. You make a nigger T-shirt. I'll, we'll so make fun. it. I'll make it tomorrow. I can't okay. find anything. I put in Chenier Lake, eighteen seventy-eight. <laughs> All those nigger lynchings and the nothing on it, Johnny. You mean? Uh, 
Yeah. That lets you yeah. know right there those niggas did something yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the fact that there ain't a hundred fucking articles about the Chenier Lake Holocaust right. of Negroes right. lets you know those niggas did some fucked up shit and they just don't want to talk about it. But it's on the list, you know, it's on the list anyway. I mean, yeah, yeah look, 18, every, 1878 was a busy year here in Chenier Lake. <laughs> <laughs> fucking look. One, two, three, four, five. Way too much. Way too much truth in this map, man. Six, Way too much seven, truth. eight, nine. Look how suspiciously 10, evenly spaced out. 11, there. 12, 13, 14. <laughs> 14 or 15. This is probably their way of counting them. It was probably 14 niggers were hung at once and they evenly spaced them out. Yeah, it was probably out. like it was probably some yeah. weird like gorilla uh yeah. Some rape weird gang. like gorilla, yeah, or some weird gorilla, yeah, like rape gang or a slave revolt or some shit like yeah. that. You know what I mean? And they lynched twenty what, niggers at once yeah. and they spread them across the map because like, that's how Jews work. It's never fair. It's never honest. Go show us the Italian. Yeah, let's <laughs> get Italian. over here to Jackson. Let's figure out what's going on. Let's, uh, let's get over. Let's see what's going on over here. Look, they don't even uh, name man. the Italians, huh? Yeah. Oh man, brutal. Did <laughs> ancestors? Is that rude to say? Listen, they were probably Jews, but they call them Italians. You know, they mistook them for Italians, maybe. You know. Yeah, because there ain't a whole lot of Jews down here in the South. Let's see. The only purple one I've seen so far, I think, has been in Oklahoma, which is weird because I don't think there's many Jews. I mean, of course, there's Jews everywhere, but. I mean, uh, if you cross the Jew, they probably like because Italians are constantly criminal. <laughs> Here we go. Here's what's, some. Per what's the pink? Oh no, that's the that's that's the <laughs> feather niggers. That's wagon burner. The greens. The oh, greens that's is, nice. The greens is others, or the greens. Wait, is Johnny, two. find the town that had the most colors in it. They had the most like 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 had the mix of colors. That the most diversity. Let's yeah. find the most. <laughs> let's, find, let's find the most diverse town on the lynch map. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, give a big uh, to the right there, I'm seeing green, pink, purple to the right. Your mouse there. I've seen some green in that one. Right here. Yeah, that's that right. To the far there. right, far right, over there, and like far right, right up. What's that to the left? To the left, and dead there. What's that? What is that place? There we go. We got here? that's what that's that's Neashoba. Neashoba is in what's that? Uh, they Mississippi. Hung a bit of everything. They're small, Nia, but they hung a little bit of everything. Neashoba, <laughs> Mississippi. Uh, it looks like down here in New Orleans, they're getting some fucking Ooh. action. Golly, look at that! Oh, the look at that God, uh, holy <laughs> shit! Ooh. Giuseppe Salvatore. Oh my God! Holy oh, shit! The Italian <laughs> these are these are obviously Sicilian mafia members. Obviously. Yeah, that's thinking. Obviously, obviously, yeah. We, I mean, I think that the uh, like the the Italians are probably Wars. like wops that got set up <laughs> by Jews to get mobbed yeah. by white. Yeah, people. these were Moors, right? I think. <laughs> yeah, these were, yeah. <laughs> uh, In the island of Sicily. <laughs> Look, New Orleans wasn't fucking around. Look, New Orleans wasn't even fucking with. They weren't even fucking bothering niggers. They were fucking laying down Italians and Mexicans, huh? In fucking New Orleans, huh? Or is that black? I can't really tell. I, I think I, yeah, it is niggers. Okay, never mind. But where are the Jews most in trouble here? Is there the Jews? You know, I had to come up here to New York, right? Like that's right, what I had. Like, let's zoom out a little bit. Is gonna be Jews. Green is Jews. What color is Jews? Green. Is Jews. Green. This All is right, a Jew. Look, 
This is a Jewish lie right here. Look, there's suspiciously like no fucking lynchings look, look, in New York. Look at New York. Look at New York. Look at New York. Rochester, Buffalo. Yeah, right. Paradise. It's an underground railroad destination. Look, there's one Italian. One Italian. Well played, Jew. This is a sneaky little trick these Jews played with this little man. New York City there. Only one Italian. Look at that, nobody. Pennsylvania, not nobody. a single goddamn person. Look at, Pennsylvania has not a single one. Who's the one nigger that was killed in Pennsylvania? <laughs> one nigger. The one unlucky nigger in Pennsylvania. There was two. One in two Chester. <laughs> Zachariah Walker in 1911, and uh, who we got here? Let me look that up. Zachariah Walker. Zach. Richard Walker. Perrier, 1894. Man, I wish we could click on these and get little fun facts about these people. That well, would be fucking amazing. The, the name. Try to sound that name out. We can pull it up. Because oh, right now, right Pennsylvania here. is the most racist state in the country, according to recent studies. So that's a real turnaround. So you see how they went from kissing the most nigger ass to getting burned and now they're their most racist state good for pennsylvania well good for pennsylvania man see if you can uh, 11 johnny new england's cracking dude not that many yeah they are there. new england's got something uh going on up there you gotta take the year like lynching in the year uh 1894 this richard per year was 1853 yeah let's put in lynch I bet you can find a picture of his ass. That'd be pretty funny, dude. Like, yeah, hey, we by, found you on the by, map, dude. by that dude, by Pel by Bel Be Beatler or whatever the fuck his name was, taking pictures of everybody. The lynching in Pennsylvania, March twenty third, eighteen ninety four. Oh, he transcription. The lick, the lynching of Richard Perrier a colored at Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, Thursday, March fifteenth, <sighs> was inexcusable. But the stereotype verdict of coroner's jury that he, the deceased, came to his death. Being hung by parties unknown to the jury was even more. <clears throat> Once again, per year was charged with what? Murder. Oh, he's a murderer. See? This is fucked. They're going to put that like a, a map of every nigger who went to jail in 2022 one day. You know what I mean? It's going to be all over the place. They did nothing. They just went to jail. Look here and here. Listen to how they try to dismiss this. Listen, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. per year was charged with murder, and if reports are to be accredited, like so, if you believe the newspaper and the people who told you what the fuck happened that were there at the time, if you believe all that, there was sufficient evidence to secure his conviction. <laughs> See, exactly. Everything's Jewish. You look at look, and, and then they have the then they have the nerve to say this makes the crime all that more heinous because he was guilty. That makes it even worse <laughs> because they could have because they could have let Jews do it through the legal system, right? Put him in jail. Yeah. Pay me to feed this nigga Goyim. He says, "Scroll out and click them." Don't hang the Schwarzer. It's not giving me any option to click on this shit, uh, Piper. 
It's like wherever you had black people, you had more lynchings, it seems like, you know? Oh, God, now I've really fucking screwed the pooch. Now I really fucked up. We'll never find it again now, guys. Yeah, weird, right, Tuber? Like, just know, more right? blacks, more lynchings. Hmm. You know? The Deep South had, like, 80% niggers. Of course there's more lynchings. Hello? Not systemic. You think niggers are nice? They weren't getting lynched for trying to pet your dog. Exactly. Yeah. For murder. Yeah. I guess that's that giant that got you. They paywalled you. No, I think I figured it out. Okay, use plus or minus to pinch or zoom. Click tap on any marker. All right. Here we go. Oh, look at that. What's that red oh, yeah. zone? Yeah, what is that over there, huh? A little I really red zone. Whatever. Whoa, what happened here? Chinese, <laughs> Chinese. Look, Whoa, holy shit. Yo, Sweetwater. Let's fucking go. This is why they have a vendetta against America. Goddamn gooks fucking around. Think it's a joke. If they found the fuck out, I guess. Ah, oh, see, look. <laughs> Listen to this. Yi Si Yin. Was was murdered in Rock Springs for being a strike breaker, so they killed Good. all these guys because the union, the white union, Dealer tried to John. go on. Yeah, the white union tried to go on strike, and all of these chinks tried to go in and steal their jobs. So they were taken care of back in the day. That's how white communities stuck together. That's the most base thing I've ever heard of. Right. Yeah, all of, that's what all of these were. <laughs> all of these, this whole little <laughs> patch here. We're, we're fucking job stealers. <laughs> That's so based. It took my job, you know? <laughs> look, it look. took my job. That's so based. <laughs> it took the job. Man, they fucking did something about it. <laughs> they had to die. <laughs> Murdered at Rock Springs Massacre for being a strike breaker by a mob of white workers. Let's do like a whole like tribute to these. This, we need to do a zero. story about Rock Springs. Yeah, the Rock we do. Springs... Let's, Bookmark this Rock Springs Massacre. Let's put that in the in the yeah. let's put that feather in the cap, huh? I'm I'm really happy with whatever secret Wignap put this map together for us. Right. Well, I think it was probably a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is like the ADL's map, isn't it? Yo, dude, I found something the other day, Johnny. I swear to God, like the World Jewish Organization, like the two leaders were like attacking the ADL for helping Black Lives Matter. They're like, only when every Jew in the world is safe should you be like fucking helping other races. It was like, Amazing. you know how Darth Vader killed the captain? Remember that for failing him? It was like that moment, you know? He's like, you have failed me the last time. <laughs> like, Green Black Sun, dude. I was like, the fuck? Hey, look yeah, at this shit. Good. They killed they killed a bunch of fucking see. Indians in the ocean. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Even they spaced out. They just threw them in the water. Holy shit. Chinese I male mean. lynched. Uh, it's impossible to accurately place this person in California since the location was not recorded in reports of his death. He was lynched after being accused of murder. All of these murderers. Uh, accused of rape. Uh... Yeah. Oh, so if they can't figure out where someone died, they're just in the ocean. Uh, Lynch, this guy here, was they don't even know it. Lynch for an unknown cause, huh? Unknown cause. 
So this is, yeah, I guess all of these were here together. They were all lynched for an unknown cause. Hey, Johnny, I'm gonna, the, the guy says in the chat he wants to hear more. I'll send you the link if you want to look at the article. Literally, I, I wasted like 45 minutes. It was so fascinating. Like this article, this article, it's in Newsweek. Look here, I sent it to you on television. What is it about? Oh, it, it's the ADL um doing too much to help niggers. They were literally like, like, like you help Black Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter beat up niggers. It was like it's it's hilarious. I sent it to you on the, on the Telegram thing. Yeah, yeah, whoever made this map didn't realize how much fun we were gonna have with it then. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where they shoot themselves in the foot. Exactly. Yeah. Uh all right, where are we at here? Let's see. I'm all, I'm all, I'm very interested now. What's uh, the brown at the bottom? The gold. Is that Mexicans by the border down there? What is that? That gold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see all that gold there, Johnny? Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, in Mexico. Yeah. Dirty in Mexico. <laughs> now, now, come on. Hold on. Wait a minute. What's going on here? What's all this? What's going on there? Is that Mexico? Yeah, these are probably Mexican sacrifices. But it ends there. right at the border. <laughs> ends yeah, like clean. Are, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ends clean. <laughs> oh, no. This, I think this is, actually, this is actually in Texas. Yeah, exactly. I'm it saying that clean. Yeah, it, the yeah there's no sacrifices or hearts being cut out or babies being eaten or nothing like that in Mexico. Just all these evil white people slaughtering Mexicans by the bushel basket fool. This is so anti-white. Mexican male lynched, uh, lynched for being accused of murder, murder, outlaw, prior murder as well, outlaw, outlaw, outlaw. Yeah, it's just, it's just crime and punishment here. That's what we're looking at here, guys. I mean, crime this is like breathing, punishment. eating food, taking a shit. This is yeah. normal shit, like house yeah. cleaning. Like hello, just a bunch of bunch of Felipe Espinosas right there. Yes, exactly. Yes, a bunch of Felipe yeah. Espinosas here. Uh, getting their just comeuppance. Yeah. All right, so let's look at this. Uh, let's look at this article here. Where are we at time wise? Holy shit! Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. Uh, who the fuck was lynched in twenty twenty two? Look at the bar at the bottom. Holy shit! Who was lynched? Can we just jump to there? Whoa! Where can we find that at? How do you click on that? It's purple or something. Well, yeah, there's purple and green dots all over the place. How the fuck do we find that? You don't. Needle you just got to look head. at all of them. Yeah. yeah. Trayvon Martin. Look at Sanford. <laughs> Trayvon Martin. I bet he's there. Look at Florida. Look at Central Florida. Let's see Trayvon Martin's there, dude. <laughs> Where was that? Where did that happen? It was Sanford. Georgia, like, Sanford. Those two the dots North, right there. North or South? The new Tom Tobin. It's right there. Uh, go to the right. Those two dots. What are those two dots to the right? What is that? That's Volusia County. That's Sanford. Lee Snell, accused of involuntary man, uh, manslaughter. His taxi caused a fatal injury to a 13. Yeah, he, he's probably drunk. That's he so hit, dope. They killed the taxi cab driver for causing a crash? Well, he ran over a young boy, a 13-year-old white boy on his uh, bicycle. Oh, yeah. man. That's base. Whoa. Ocala. Oh, look at all those Ocala. Dang, they're killing all kind of niggas in Ocala. Go to Orlando. Look what happened in Orlando. Look at all the niggas that died in Orlando. <laughs> Go down to the lake right there. <laughs> look at Orlando. Where's Whoa. Orlando? Right here? Is it 
It's up. Is that Orlando? That's what is that? Orange, is that? Orange, Seminole, Hernando. Orange County or Orange County. That's Orlando. Yeah. Oh yeah, it says Orlando right there. Look at Polk County. A Polk County is like country around Lakeland. Look, they're just killing niggers left and right out there in the woods. Dang. Fuck. Oh, where's that at? Hillsborough? You got a couple of Italians down there again. Yeah, <laughs> become mobsters. Remember in, uh, what, yeah, was that? Yeah, what was that movie? The Italians, they, they, they fed them to the G- line. Yeah, Castagino <laughs> Ficarota. <laughs> Jesus. Angelo Albano. Well, these are labor labor disputes again. <laughs> Is that what that said? Yeah. Oh, Lynched shit. over a labor dispute, a charge oh, of attempted yeah. murder. There exists pho- photographs of his death taken by members of the crowd to share as proud souvenirs. Uh, I want probably the same thing here. Yeah. What about Miami? What's in, what happened in Miami? Anything? Cubans, but Cubans. In the bottom right. Got it, Let's see what color the Cubans are. Yeah, Nothing they was right, cleaning the right, juice. They, they were right, kept it right, clean. Ride their little cigars over and fucking get get their next stretch. Now, right here's there, his day. Yeah, the his. Beach. Beach. Uh, nineteen oh three, uh, murder of the town marshal. Um, nineteen twenty six, accused of criminal assault on a white woman. Um. Attempted murder in 1920. And Gray-Eyed Simmons in 23, accused of murdering a white man, uh, another town marshal. Boom. I don't so get what the problem is. I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah, that. a bunch of, yeah, we're just seeing crime and punishment. You know what I'd like That's to see laid here. over this is like uh, the, the amount of niggers killed by other niggers. Oh, it'd be fucking black. Yeah, just be covered. The whole thing would be yeah, absolutely covered. You know, right? <laughs> yeah, let's just put let's just put people killed by niggers, right? Niggers, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking black, white, all that. Let's, and you wouldn't even be able to see the map. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We wouldn't be able to see the map. So let's see this uh, article uh, Mr. Whitetuber's got here. It's a joke. Uh, I do have one other thing I want to cover before we go tonight because it's pretty, pretty interesting. So here we go. Uh... The ADL has corrupted its mission and betrayed the Jewish community. <laughs> oh, is this like a little thing we can listen to? No, nah, it's different. Fuck That's you, something else. In, okay, fight, in fight tonight, bud. Like these guys. There's the article. If you want to listen after to it. each other, there's a button there if you want to listen to it. The play. Yeah, hold on. I will take a drink real quick. One second. Fucking retards. Right? <laughs> Why do they always do this? You know, it's so stupid. Because they're like villains. Like I think they make the movie villains after themselves. Yeah. You should have you Jewish unity, you know. They they already they're already winning. Why would you not? Why, 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 why would you fucking? They do make the movie villains after themselves. I think so. No, they do. I mean, think uh, about the you know all of the all of the movie villains are fucking. Uh, well, I guess not movie villains, but like old cartoon uh, villains and shit like that are all Jews. Yeah, uh, e- even Despicable Me, the new one, is a Jew, right? In the new movies, they make they make the uh, the the bad guys be Jews, but they make them be played by whites. That's but that one guy who plays the German bad guy in every movie is actually a Jew. I saw the other day. Yo, speaking uh, of which, speaking of which, I've learned of this thing called Stalag today. You ever heard of what fucking Stalag is? I've heard of the Stalag edition of Mein Kampf. 
Okay, well, I don't, I'm not sure what that is, but stalag is um, like this type of porn that the Jews uh, made in Israel in the 50s and 60s, where it's uh, Nazi SS women torturing oh, yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. prisoners. Yeah, so it's Jewish cock porn, and they like banned it and stuff. And uh, yeah, I don't know why I segued into that, but stalag, it's fucked up. Uh, yeah, that's funny because I've always heard of the interstalag edition of Com of my comp. Yeah, I fucking hope not. I hope Jews didn't. I'm pretty didn't sure someone correct me in the chat if I'm wrong about that. But is there not a stalag edition? I don't think it's like porn, but I think that's maybe like a guy's name who translated it. Possible. Hmm. Yeah, stalag is fucked up. Yeah, fucked up. uh, Ninja Nico says, uh. Batman's penguin was a Jew, yeah, hundred percent. Especially yeah. the one that, like, Danny DeVito's penguin was extremely Jewish. Yeah, extremely Jewish. <laughs> uh, That's funny. So the Anti Defamation League of Benai Brith, founded in 1913, declared immediate the immediate objective of the league is to stop by appeals to reason and conscience, and if necessary, by appeals to law, the defamation of the Jewish people. Its ultimate purpose is to secure justice and fair treatment to all citizens alike and to put an end forever to unjust, unfair discrimination against and ridicule of any sect or body of citizens. You can't it ridicule anybody? Fuck, man. Dude, that, listen, that's literally the law in Australia. Yep. Yeah. You, you cannot, I read these, I, I read the speech laws in Australia and they are fucking disturbing, dude. You can't even hurt someone's feelings. If a nigger yeah. listens to your show and you hurt his feelings, he can literally file a, crimi file a criminal uh, complaint. He can file a criminal fucking complaint. But, Johnny, look who wrote this. It's important to look who wrote this. It hey, wasn't mate. no asshole on the street who wrote this. Hey, mate, uh, you said something mean to this nigger. Going to jail, mate. Yeah, straight up. Uh, Charles Jacobs and Abby Goldwasser, founders yeah, of the Jewish it. Leadership yep. Project. Yeah. Uh, See, uh, that's pretty fucking Jewish. Uh, where were we at? It was established that it it was established that is to combat Jew hatred, and if only it and only if excuse me if and only if the Jewish community is secure, it would then be appropriate to extend organizational resources <laughs> to helping others in need. Put another way. A Jewish rights organization founded by Jews should rightfully focus on the plight of Jews. Hmm, interesting. But for several decades at least, what is now called the ADL does not prioritize Jews. Its new mission to stop its new mission is to stop the defamation of Jewish people and to secure justice and fair treatment to all. The ADL has elevated efforts to serve what it perceives as marginalized communities to equal or higher priority than Jewish community than the Jewish community, as though it has already eradicated anti-Semitism. See, these people don't know the shot. Yeah, that's right. Sure. These people don't know the shot. Right? They don't get what's going on here. Mm -hmm. uh, they're they're pri they're not prioritizing niggers. They're weaponizing niggers. Right? That's, right? that's what they're doing. They're not prioritizing 
the plights of Negroes or non-whites over Jewish prior. Fuck, no, they're not. Hell no, the ADO is not doing Bro, that. Bro, the criticism absurd. is that they're treating niggers at the same level as Jews. But they're not. See, what the, that that is a surface-level ob- observation what's going on here. They're not. They're weaponizing niggers. They are coddling niggers and playing to their emotions to weaponize them against whites because they know they need a biological weapon to help take down white society. That's what's going on with the fucking ADL. Like, the ADL will never uh, give service uh, to a, a nigger over a, a nigger organization over a Jewish organization, especially not when it comes to, like, monetarily or uh, uh, when it comes to, like, an actual But But, but over here, like, decision. they're saying, like, these are still goyim. How dare you? Right, yes, exactly. That's it right you there, know? Mr. White Tuber. He's like, hey, what right. the fuck are y'all doing? Y'all are going a little too far. With the, with, with the goy yeah. love, yeah, right. with the goy, yeah, with the philo goyatism or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, uh, okay, where are we at? Where are we at? Okay, ADO has elevated its efforts as though it has already okay to serve nigger communities as though it has already eradicated anti Semitism. It has not, so, yeah, go ahead, bro. Now, I'm saying they should only be helping the niggers if every single fucking Jew is safe and happy. Perfect. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And this is because of what? A couple of people talking shit? Yeah, these are selfish, fucking self-centered, like, navel-gazing, you know, self-obsessed fucking weirdos, Obsessed. man. And this is like, the, these seem to be like the leftist Jews, you know, like the, the more secular Jews, right? Because the Zionists, they're going to know the shot, you know, they're going to know that they're weaponizing niggers. And, and, That's a good that, point. These are probably like the yeah. secular Jews who buy into their own shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, or they're just posturing as such to be able to offset the behavior that we know the ADL is doing. Well, he goes on, he talks about how how Jews were fucking harmed because of Black Lives Matter. How dare he? Oh, it says, Black Lives Matter too, I guess. It says here, yeah, it says here, uh, Jews are twice as likely to be targeted by Black Americans, or as Black Americans, more than twice as likely as Muslims. And more than 50% more likely to be targeted than those who are targeted for their sexual orientation. That's because niggers are the ones attacking Jews, right? Uh, niggers are beating up fucking, be- <laughs> yeah, what? They're beating up the uh, the Jew from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and shit in the street in New York. Yeah. Huh? And protecting niggers. They're like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> uh, uh, there are many organizations devoted to supporting marginalized communities. There is only one, in theory, dedicated to protecting Jews. <laughs> By expanding its efforts beyond the Jewish community, yeah, yeah, they they kind of left out the entire fucking United States government apparatus, right? It's dedicated to protecting Jews. They they conveniently left that part out. Yeah, no, this is it. Just just this little just this little NGO boy. We just have this one little NGO, and you're giving it to niggas. Federal Reserve and the fucking World Bank. Let's go. Even. Even more egregious, some of the groups supported by the ADL are hostile to the Jewish community. <laughs> in 2020, the ADL signed a statement published in a full-page ad in the New York Times endorsing Black Lives Matter. Of course, black lives do matter, but leaders of BLM and affiliated groups are under the umbrella or, or people under the umbrella of the Black Lives Matter movement have wholeheartedly embraced the anti-Semitic boycott, divest, and sanction movement, slandering Israel as an apartheid state that commits genocide even in de- even in defending the ADO support of this organization, CEO, CEO Jonathan Greenblatt admitted some involved in the cause hold hateful ideas and have engaged anti- in anti-Semitic re- uh, rhetoric. 
somehow that wasn't a deal breaker. And that's what I was fucking telling you right there. That's exactly what the fuck I was telling you right there. Jews know they can control the Negro mind. They are weaponizing niggers against white, against the white civilization. Exactly. And they're criticizing him for the fucking thing going against them. And he's he's trying to tell them like, hey, chill out. We know what we're doing here, right? Niggers niggers being anti-Semitic isn't a deal breaker because they're dumb and they can't do anything with it. We need to take down white people. That's the goal here, right? That's the goal of the ADL. It's not That's to protect right. fucking Jews. It's to destroy white yeah. people. That's right. Yeah. And, they're, and they're checking them. Keep it clean. We shouldn't be getting hurt in this. Tighten it up. Yeah. Later that year, BML, BLM rally turned into a riot in an Orthodox Jewish neighborhood of Los Angeles. Um, you can't have that. You can't have that. Greenberg's done. Oh, this is Los Angeles. Okay. Every time... It's hilarious. Uh, every time I hear shit like this, like I immediately was like, "Is there a Los Angeles, New York?" Because <laughs> when it said a riot in an Orthodox Jewish neighborhood, I immediately just thought it was in fucking New York. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this is actually in L.A. There were many synagogues were graffitied with obscenities. Jewish businesses were looted and vandalized, and anti-Jewish epithets, including "fuck the Jews," were shouted. Uh, Yet the ADL downplayed the anti-Semitic nature of these events, laughably contending there's no indication that Jewish businesses or institutions were broadly targeted for everyone. Oh, see, but they're the supreme race. You know what I mean? He's, he's fucking up. He's fucking up. No, they were just randomly in the neighborhood, Goyam. Don't, don't, don't hold the Schwartzes accountable. They're it's a careful balance. Greenberg, Greenberg has to do whatever his fucking name is. Greenblatt. I got you, yeah. Chihuahua. Uh, we'll play this. Let me, uh, let, let, let us fuck around with this article here for a little bit longer and then we'll play this uh, directly after that. Then it's going to be like a four-hour show. I have to get to this <laughs> other shit that I want to talk about. Holy shit. What is uh, that? Uh, something Chihuahua wants us to play but we are, and we're going to play it. Uh, Holy shit. Uh, sadly, other legacy Jewish organizations such as the JCPA as well as federations and Jewish community relations councils and even other synagogues have also been commandeered to benefit the pet political issues of their leaders rather than the people and institutions. Yeah, these these Jews that wrote this are stupid. I but they're pissed. Johnny, you can't say they're not pissed. They're pissed, pissed. but they're dumb. They don't they don't understand. But look at that. Those are old money Jews. Look at them. Those are old money Jews. I think they're playing dumb, you know. Like they always want to have an opposition to whatever narrative. They want to be able to one to be the ones that set that opposition, right? So if they have a certain narrative, a certain way that they're going, then they're gonna put out their own people opposing it so that so that if anybody else opposes it that they're aligned with other people opposing it so they can continue to control the narrative. And the Jews are always at each other's throats. Listen to this. They have a kosher sandwich within their own shit, and they use it actually to their own advantage. They use both sides to go out and kind of lead oh. the, 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 the goyim sides of the kosher sandwich, what, what we deal with in, in, in the normie land. You know, they're about to like talk the, about the crown rights highest. I'm sorry, go ahead, Akil. I, did, I thought you were well, doing. Like the BDS Jews are influential in the dem, in the democratic side of things, and uh, and the Zionists are obviously influential in the Republican side of things, right? You know, so I mean, but objectively, I think that they're I saying the ADL could do the job people. without all this collateral damage, right? Yeah, no, yeah. that's what the yes, Tuber, you're right. That's what they're saying. You know? But what I'm saying is, is right. these Jews whoever wrote this don't understand 
what what Big Jew was doing, right? Small <laughs> Big Jew, Jew doesn't care, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Small Jew doesn't Jew understand right. what Big Jew's doing. <laughs> right. Big Jew's like, hey, listen, case in point, uh, uh, objective number one, destroy white civilization. I don't care how many bring, Jews go out. Yeah, as long as we bring, get them, right. bring white people to their fucking <laughs> knees. We'll deal with the niggers later. They're, they're small right, potatoes, right? right? Yeah. Big Jew... It knows what it's doing. Little Jew just doesn't quite understand. Little Jew's like, come on, look at all this. It doesn't make (laughs) sense. (laughs) Little little Jew's like, oh, my God, we're getting hurt over here. And Big Jew's like, hey, listen, uh, you got to crack a couple eggs to make an omelet, all right? (laughs) Huh? Yeah, there were some serious phone calls to Mr. Jacob, Mr. Goldwasser, after this article. Yeah. Uh, But let's not forget that that Little Jew was funded by by (laughs) sections of Big Jew. Right? Yeah, sort of uh, controlling that narrative. What's it called? Compartmentalized. Yeah, it's compartmentalized right. sections. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so listen to this fucking name. Uh, this is they're talking about the Crown Crown Heights riots, and I never realized that the Crown Heights riots were uh started as a Yankee Rosenbaum. Ah. <laughs> Yankee. Yankel fucking Rosenbaum was his name. Uh, Crown Heights, right? Uh, what were we going to say, Tuber? I'm sorry. Now, Hansel made a good point. He says there must have been a big Jew that allowed the story because it's in Newsweek. That's a good point. This is not a small thing. It's, you know, this is Newsweek after all. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I... No. I, mean, follow, I don't I just say follow the kikes to the top, you know, follow the money. So it's like, I, I don't know who owns Newsweek, but you can go like good look at who the editor well, is, who the owner is, and you're going to find some like, you know, certain well, alignment politically. And then, you know, the ADL has a certain alignment politically. That's what And I'm also saying. think about it like this. I mean, Big Jew looks at this article written by Little Jew and laughs. Because right, yeah, nah, 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 he does the penguin yeah. like nah, 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 right. nah, nah, and puts Newsweek it out anyway. Could still be little Jew. It still yeah. could be. Oh, and, and, I think Giants talking about big Jew. Well, and, and big Newsweek, Jew. Newsweek say, controlled by Big Jew. Check it out. Newsweek yeah. controlled by Big Jew lets this story come out because it knows most Goyim and Small Jew are too stupid to see through it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's I, deflection. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Let's say at best it appeals to little Jew. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, we're, exactly. Listening. we're listening, little Jew. Yeah, and he's just, and he's like, doing his Jewish Jew. penguin line. Yo, yeah. This is controlled opposition for little Jew. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. And, and their philo Semitic Goyim Gollum. Yes. And their philo Semitic Gollum. Yeah. And it gives them plausible deniability. You say, listen, we figured we out. Guys, yeah. we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we're not for this uh, totalitarian uh, sort of uh, uh, kind of approach to, to, the public sector you know the, the pu- public speech and stuff we're, we're, we're leftist jews we're like we're free speech jews or whatever you know like we're not we're not we're against this it, it gives them an in before right it's all very jewish oh, extremely jewish it's all very jewish fucking sm- yeah. it smells like bitter almonds my dude yeah so there you have it man this is there yeah. you have it that, that's what it, it is <clears throat> Uh, so let's see what old fucking Chihuahua's got here. It's just a little two-minute video. We're going to watch this, and then we're going to go talk about some uh, some some Fed shit. Some shit the Feds are up to. Uh, let me play the sound for y'all so y'all can hear this. I turned the sound off because it was echoing and shit, but I could cut it back on real quick. And then we're going to watch uh, we're gonna watch Chihuahua's video. I got so many fucking windows open right now, I don't know what to do. All right, here we go. Here's Chihuahua's video. You know what I fucking hate? 
Niggers. Niggers. I don't like niggers. <laughs> I don't like niggers. <laughs> hey, Chihuahua, there's a like fucking niggers. amazing video. I'll like find niggers. you the video like uh, and I'll send it to you. Remind me to send like you niggers. the video for this. I don't like niggers. Let me, remind me to send you the video for this uh, that I have. There's a hilarious video. I played it at the beginning for my little snippet at the beginning before. I think I just face docked myself there, Huh? I think I just face not I on did, the stream. I, you can't on the I stream. Did. There's no way. To this called I don't like crackers. Not on stream. There's no way. Okay, good. No, I don't have you guys on stream. There's no way for your shit to come up on stream. Good. I have my camera on. <laughs> no. You did? White tuber, yes, you remade yeah. this? Yes. Oh. Refined it. This says something like I don't like niggas always playing basketball or some crazy. Like yeah, it's really anti-white, so niggas always playing basketball. Holy shit. I don't like niggers, no. I don't oh, so like yeah. Niggers, no. I'm looking like... for it. Yeah, this is like some nigger trying to like make fun of racist white. I see what you got going on here. Uh, I'm picking up what you're laying down now, too. Uh, I thought it was. There's sweet. another one that's like hilarious. It's got like white people beating up niggers and like niggers wrecking bicycles and shit. It's fucking hilarious. It's got, got that song playing in the background. Uh, so here we go. Here we go. Let's pull this up real quick. I'm really happy I didn't face dogs to myself. Yeah, no. I'll, yeah, no. Uh, I'll always That's let scary. you know if we've got camera things going on. But yeah, I've never, I've never assigned a camera for you uh, on my Streamlabs Pro. So that, there's no way that would happen. Okay, I got it. All right, it's on my. Okay. Let's see here. Put a five on him. You playing some? No, I was waiting on your thing, and then we're going to talk about this fucking shit here. Uh, I, I sent you a super chat. Like a good. Uh, hey! Look at there. Thank you, Mr. White Tuber. We'll go ahead and. Let's pull that up real quick. Let's listen to Mr. White Tuber's I, I don't know what this is. I haven't seen this in years. I posted 2021. Dude, I remember this song. I'll kill you, nigga. Yeah, I remember that weird-ass song when it came out. You are not fast enough. It's all fucking bizarre and murderous and shit. It's auto-tunes. I downloaded auto-tunes trying, trying to figure out how to use it. <laughs> it's like Tyrone's music video. Yeah, I got something like that. Well, this definitely isn't uh, whatever the fuck we were talking hey, about man. before. You know what I motherfucker hate? Oh yeah, here it goes. Crackers. Crackers. There we go. Yeah. That that was the get your ass to the pole. That was the campaign yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I don't like crackers. I don't like crackers. I don't like crackers. 
Tuber, bro, I thought that was you singing it right now. Like, on, on, the, on the call? No, like, on the call right now. Like, I thought you were singing it on the head. <laughs> I was like, I don't like crackers. I don't like crackers. I don't like crackers. Lips are all bigger Toby Cracker, please don't whip me faster. I can't work very fast. I am slow, massa. And top of that, I am so dizzy. He's all in his mouth. With nothing. Yes. Do your bike. Smoke drugs all night. It is. Hell, it is, Tuber. I'll break into your house with my dick out until you shoot my jogging ass back right out. I don't like crackers. I don't like crackers. I don't like crackers. I don't like crackers. Those big ass lips are amazing. I don't like crackers. I don't like crackers. I forgot about this song, dude. Man, I'm so tired of crack out here all the time. Gross. Fuck you, cracker. This is a certified hood classic. Yeah, that song pissed me off. I don't like uh, niggers. Uh, it was super anti-white, so I made that. Yeah, one. it was. Yeah, I caught yeah. that. Yeah, the little shit they put in there talking about fucking their mom and all this shit. All right. So here we go, man. To close this song up tonight, man. This is the shit I wanted to talk about, man. We've talked about this a lot. I even have a fucking small clip that I'm probably gonna re-release because it really pertains to this. It's when I was talking about Operation Pineland and the CIA or whatever FBI. Department of Homeland Security, whatever the fuck you want to call it, were doing uh, drills where they were having the U.S. military basically attack, like, Christian uh, small towns uh, and seize them as domestic terrorists. You guys can look it up, uh, Operation Pineland. I did a whole thing about it. But anyhow, uh, whistleblowers. FBI agents are being encouraged and incentivized to reclassify cases as domestic extremism. The House Judiciary Committee revealed a bombshell allegation in a letter to the FBI Director Chris Wray. From, a recent protected diclo- from recent protected disclosures, we have learned the FBI officials are pressuring agents to reclassify cases as domestic violent extremism, even if the cases do not meet the criteria, such as a classification represent- Representative Jim Jordan said in the letter. Given the narrative pushed by the Biden administration that domestic violent, domestic violent extremism is the greatest threat facing our country, a uh, revelation that the FBI may be artificially padding domestic terrorism data is scandal. The, I'm sorry, the revelation that the FBI may be artificially padding uh, terrorism data is scandalous. We've received F, uh, accusations that the FBI agents are bolstering the number of cases of DVEs. Uh, what they're leaving out there is that they're not even looking for DVEs. We've already seen reports from the Brony shooter and a couple of other people 
uh, where cops have let these people go because they're not what they call RMVEs, racially motivated violent extremists. That's what they're talking about here. They're not talking about fucking three percenters or anarchists or any of these other weird faggots who are domestic violent extremists. They're talking about people who are racially aware. They're talking about white nationalists. That's right. Here's the actual Using that language again to like kind of parse their position out from, you know, like to obfuscate that they're targeting that racially aware white man. Wake up, white man. Uh, okay, I'm just reading my name this. is Toby Massa. Please, yeah, it's in my head, bro. I'm trying not to fucking sing it. Oh, let me slow. this down. So, yeah, there's there's the actual paper there. Uh, yeah, that's all, it, all this whole they summed it up pretty good in that article. There's no need to read, no need to read over that whole paper. Uh, yeah, another whistleblower who led at least one high-profile domestic terrorism investigation said that the field office of counterterrorism assistant special agent in charge and the FBI's director of counterterrorism division have pressured agents to move cases into the DVE category to hit self-created performance metrics, Jordan said. According to the whistleblowers, the FBI uses metrics to dispense awards and promotion. Every whistleblower has called it an environment of pressure within the FBI. So yeah. Shit. There you go. There you have it. Epstein didn't kill himself. Huh? Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> Epstein didn't kill himself. No, uh, he did not. And Stryker had put something out earlier. I want to check this out real quick. Let me pull this up. Holy shit. Of course it went there. Uh, Let me see if I can... Pull this up on Telegram itself. Let me see if I can pull this up on Telegram itself. Uh, here we go. I got it right here. So I think this right here is also pertaining to what we just read here. So it says, according to FBI, yeah, uh, According to FBI whistleblowers, the system has promote as the FBI has set up a system of promotions to reward agents who target right wing white men. Most domestic violent extremism investigations have nothing to do with terrorism, but falsely categorize it as such to fill a political quota. FBI agents FBI agents share the same beliefs as left wing activists, and the few who are not isolated are fired. Christopher Ray and various special agents in charge are putting enormous pressure on field agents to try to find and manufacture white terrorists. Yeah, and I think this is probably just what we, exactly what we just looked at. Yeah, that's the same thing we just looked at. All right, so there, there you have it. Now it's an official fucking FBI program to target you all as fucking white nationalists and, and domestic terrorists. So fucking. They're doing it. You said they were doing it. They're doing it. Yeah. Time's coming. Yeah. There it is. There it is. And then they wonder why shit like this comes out. You have stuff like that coming out. The FBI targeting fucking uh, white people as terrorists. And you got a poll comes out. Over two-thirds of Republicans say they feel like strangers in their own country. 
right? Earlier we were talking about strangers in a strange land. Now white people are starting to feel the reverberations of that. Because now white people, not only are they feeling like strangers in a strange land, that strange land is the land that their fucking forefathers built. That's right. When you bring Africa to America, you don't have America anymore. You have Africa. That's it, man. That's fucking it. Well, guys, man, it, we've been going on. We're over three hours now. I'm fucking tired, man. Uh, I've been up since five. Dude, I've been up since. I haven't even told you, uh, White Tuber, bro. So we were on the air till roughly midnight last night with the fight show. We were on till about 11, 20, 11, 30. I finally got to sleep around 1-ish, 12, 31. Had to be to work at 5 this morning. Got off work at noon, and then went and boxed. Went to buy. I'm, I'm back in boxing class, so I went and boxed, and now I come back and did the show. I'm just fucking beat. I am just beat. So yeah, I'm sorry if the show kind of, sorry if the show kind of petered off there at the end, guys. But I'm just fucking tired, man. No, bro, it's time. It's three hours to wrap it up. Everybody's having fun this evening. People can go over and watch Kino Tutino and fucking Simon uh, Dickhead, whatever his name is. Or, or you can go to Applebee's. Or like you can go to Applebee's, yeah. Or it, Nation and yeah, that's it not, right there. Not fucking watch the Kino Casino. Yeah, if you're gonna go, go watch content, go watch Night Nation. Never forget yeah. Andy Worski sucked dick on YouTube, and PPP sh- showed his bare asshole on YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, those are the people you're well, choosing the, to. The reality is they're all degenerates. They're all pieces and, of and, shit. And the weird thing is, it's like they're all degenerates pointing the finger at each other yeah. over shit they all do. You know, it's 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 kind of silly. Yeah, man, stay in your lanes, you fucking idiots. Yeah. You know, but uh, like guys, you killed your baby, but you killed your baby too. Don't try <laughs> yeah. to do anything more than clowns, you know. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah that's anyway. what you guys are fucking retarded. You guys got anything you want to say on the way out of here, Mister White Tuber? You got anything you want to say on the way out? Nah, uh, you can check me out. I do the evening show there uh, Monday to Thursday at six p.m. and I'll be on tomorrow at nine p.m. My channel. Be there, be square. It's Saturday White Live. It's going to be live from the internet. Oh, yeah. I'll probably be there, too. I'm going to try to it's get there for at stuff. least an hour of it. Uh, thank you very much, Return to Chimp. I appreciate you, brother. I am. I'm going immediately to bed. Uh, brother Akila, you got anything you want to say on the way out of here? Yeah. Um, you guys can catch me uh, on Telegram at National Socialist Fitness Club, Fashion Fitness, as usual. Um, the Grift is on, so I've got... Uh, I mean, yep. a couple of coffee links for Johnny to throw out to people. Um, we're going to be offering training services and stuff like that. And, you know, if you like this show or whatever else you see me on, you can help me out. But yeah, uh, you have I, to put yeah, those so, links together for me, bro, and we'll start sharing yeah, them at gonna, the end of the show. Yeah, we're going to get that to you. I forgot to send it. So I'm shitty at Griffin. Um, so that's pretty much it. I need to start making sure I do a disclaimer every show for the Canadian government. All Everything I've said is in the interest of comedy and satire and video games like Minecraft. So, aside from that, Johnny, thank you again. It's a banger. Oh, yeah. Thanks for That's being here, cool. brother. I appreciate it. Uh, Thank you very much, No Goal. I appreciate it. I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for hanging out. And guys, yeah, man. Uh, Yeah, movie night is Sunday. Uh, Movie night is Sunday. So, uh, I don't know what we're going to be watching. Uh, Sunday at... Seven Eastern, so six. I think that Central. this week you have to play an Italian movie, one of those great Italian action movies, maybe sci-fi movies. 
for me. Yeah, we'll just, just to make up for our anti-Italian rhetoric from today. Right. Especially on I mean, Mussolini. I have a, day we ended with all that Ita- anti-Italian stuff. Was kind of to be honest, me and my wife, the only movie I can watch in stomach are, are those 1980s movies from Italy. Like, that's about it. You know? Yeah, I'll try to find one. You have to send me the Prowler. We'll watch the Prowler. I don't worry. That's an Italian movie. Yeah. 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 But guys, thank you all very much for being here. Guys, I really, really appreciate all the donations, man. That shit really helps out. I really appreciate it. Thank you all very much for hanging out. Sheen fam, thank you all for being here. I appreciate it. It was fun hanging out with y'all. Y'all have a great night and have a great weekend. Have a good Go out and touch grass tomorrow, right? I know that's become a meme, but go out and get out of the house. It's beautiful. Summer's almost over, and uh, we need to enjoy it while it's here, man. Go out, have some fun, get out of the house, man. And as always, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. One people, one struggle family. Have a good night. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out. Keep your eyes.